0: Welcome to the New Music Podcast. We're your two regular jack from upstate New York. My name is Patrick. And I'm Kyle. Let's fucking get it. Today, we have Brandon and uh, Kilo from the band We Are The End. What's good, guys?
1: Not too much. Just uh, trying to survive this COVID.
0: What up, what up?
2: Trying to survive the apocalypse.
0: It's okay. It's no big deal. It's just the end of the world. End of times, end of days, you know. But you know, we are the end. So here we are.
2: <laughs> you know, the disturbed song came in my head. We are... <laughs> so, so is that
0: how you guys came up with this band name? Is that how it
2: started?
1: Uh, it kind of came about when I was kind of going through my Christian phase. So I kinda, can see. Kind of relates to uh, Revelations.
0: Revelations, Revelations is fascinating Um, to me as somebody who kind of just looks at it as a work of fiction, but that's, you know, it's still a good book, regardless.
1: I, I agree. I agree 100%. Uh, so,
0: not... No, go ahead.
1: You're good. Go ahead.
0: I was just going to ask, so normally the first question we get right out of the way on the show is, what is your band origin story? How did you guys sort of get started?
1: Um i mean i used to be like a kind of like a poser punk goth and uh i guess uh just listening to a lot of slipknot at that point kind of wanted to be like uh you know slipknot and um yeah just started started a band (laughs) banged on trash cans and you know uh that explains uh, the snare the snare and the old recordings of the
0: yeah, because I was I was showing Kyle um skies um what is it? skies before collide something like Back that one of the goodbyes yeah 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 that was the one I was showing him that one before and like it's got that like OG slam snare and I just I love it I mean
1: I think I was maybe like probably fifteen when I recorded that song so. It definitely has that old quality
2: like ghetto <laughs> stare. I mean, is it really ghetto if it's iconic? it's Actually, like uh
3: I mean ghetto is a good thing sometimes I see it as I, like uh i mean organic, yeah, you write, you it, came, <laughs> it came from a. it came from a position where not everybody had the the ends to go to the big studios and shit, you know, so making do with what we what we had made it have that iconic sound,
0: definitely funny my first band i actually insisted on uh the drummer taking off the i don't know what the piece on the bottom is that makes the rattle to it i told him a million times just take that off so it sounds like a slam snare but we were a metal core band so it didn't work. <laughs>
2: that's <laughs> hilarious Metalcore with a hint of slam
0: <laughs> weirdly enough he wound up repurposing it as a high tom
1: mm. hilarious <laughs> I- I-
0: we were really heavy on the punk part of metalcore. It, was, it was hard. It's hard to explain, man. Those were the good old days.
1: I didn't even know you were a musician. So this is kind of
0: news to me. I hardly <laughs> consider myself a musician, man. Let me He's put it basis. that way. I'm a dad. <laughs> oh, my God. You got me. All
2: right, all right. I didn't want to say it out loud, but I am a bassist.
1: <laughs> That's dope. How long have you been playing bass for?
2: Well, the thing is,
0: is like when I started playing bass, it was so I could do like this family band thing. And that was at like 14. And I didn't put it down. And like I put it down when I started doing vocals at 17. Um, And then I wound up, ironically, two years later, when my uh, bassist left the band, I became the bassist because I was like, fuck it. I can just find other vocalists. And we wound up getting two vocalists in the band who more than replaced me. They like surpassed my level of vocal ability. So it was uh, cool for a little while. But.
3: I don't like What's a family bass? style band?
0: Uh it was it was literally I was the only one that cared. That's
2: <laughs> No,
3: like I don't, I don't know if I'm like uh like sleep on this, but like what is a like is a family style band like you and your family in a band? Yeah, pretty much. We
0: all got instruments the same year for Christmas ironically cuz you know, we're right up on uh, Christmas right now. Right. <laughs> but I got the bass guitar, my stepbrother got a a electric guitar. Actually, both my stepbrothers got electric guitars and my sister got a really basic drum set. It was all like first act shit. So it was supposed. Did to be. Did you guys, uh, to decide?
3: Did you guys get to decide your positions, or did your parent your parents just like appointed him?
0: No, we all decided, and and I was really into Green Day <gasps> and Rancid, so I was like, okay, I don't mind playing bass because I like this this cool like punk shit with walking bass lines. So fuck it.
3: Yeah, when you say family band, I instantly think some like Jackson Five shit. Like y'all finna play this, <laughs> this, and this. <laughs> Almost.
0: Almost. But like I said, man, I was the only one that cared. So, mm. so I was the only one that stuck to music afterwards.
1: That's funny because I went through that same little rancid Green Day stage. That mm-hmm. was that was around the time where I was like the poser goth punk. See, when confused. you said
0: that, bro, I related to that on like such a spiritual level because I was that kid.
1: I had like a faux hawk and nail polish or lipstick and eyeliner and all that the whole nine yards oh, I, this is yeah. actually like
0: around
1: around that time that was actually like when i found out that uh you're not supposed to uh wear like white laces in your docks
0: you got to be careful with that
1: <laughs> yeah i was i was kind of mm. like uh hanging out with like nazi punks because i guess they probably thought i was like racist or some shit like that i don't know but
0: uh yeah i got the pass <laughs>
3: That's a crazy path.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny.
0: PSA to but anybody like, out there, yes, you can be, you know, not white and be a Nazi. So if you were if there was ever that question in your life, that's a real thing.
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely. So you know, kinda like as far as
0: Yeah. I was just gonna say kinda like being a self hating white man, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> kinda <laughs> anyway. like
1: a Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Chappelle.
0: Oh, man. I miss Dave I Chappelle. You,
1: I don't know if you guys seen that episode or not. but uh, I
0: miss Dave Chappelle.
1: Yeah, me too. He kind of fell off.
3: He's still out there. He's still doing stuff, but I don't know. He's he facing a cold game. He, they put this shit on Netflix, and I was like, hey, hell yeah. And then, like, like, a week later, I see him post, like, hey, don't watch that shit. They're not paying me.
1: Ooh. <laughs> so
3: they're trying to do it to him again, so it's crazy. <laughs> just go watch it on youtube like everybody else exactly or his new shit his new shit kind of funny it's kind of like a different like it's kind of crazy to hear the way he talks like in nowadays times like back then like it was so much crazy shit happening on tv like flavor of love and like all type of shit like we were just kind of like used to absorbing like end of 90s chaos and early 2000s chaos and shit but like now with like so many years of shit being so like pc and everybody being scared what to say like he could say the the lightest fucking joke about shit and I'm like, yes, fuck yeah. Like hey, say some more, nigga. Like, hey, cause you're he not like, here. <laughs> Anybody I, else miss uh
0: Carlos Mencia?
3: I never, never got into him. I never got yeah. into him like that. I always seen him as like a as like a T V personality, but like I never peeped his stand up too much.
0: My my stepdad's Puerto Rican. He loved that guy. Loved mm-hmm. him. So like I grew up on like doo-doo-doo. I was like, okay. <laughs> all right
1: isn't carlos Mencia the same dude that uh joe rogan slammed for stealing jokes
0: i could see that
3: i could see that i'm pretty, I'm stealing pretty jokes? sure that was him yeah i'm pretty sure that was him and that shit is kind of crazy to me like when fools like get exposed for doing that shit because i'm like i would assume the comedic world is kind of small so it's like pretty clear-cut when you're taking somebody's jokes like that's crazy
0: it's not that out of the ordinary though. I mean, isn't that kind of like I don't know. I list I started listening to Joe Rogan since Joe Rogan moved over to uh Spotify. So like I hear him talking about like the people in Boston apparently steal jokes like all the time. Like that's a normal thing. Crazy, actually, bro. I'm not that like keen on the comedy uh
3: world though. I would beat Rogan. the shit out of somebody for stealing my jokes, bro. Like what the hell? <laughs> like that's like stealing like somebody that's like stealing bars or in like music or same, yeah, if, literally. I could be with the homies if I if I was with the homies <laughs> and one of my homies started telling a joke that I told already. Like I would be like, "Hey, bro, like you got that shit for me." Like, how don't me high, in that didn't smart,
0: we all bro. go through that shit in, like high school and shit? Like, like uh, you make that yeah, one yeah. joke, all right? And but somebody else behind you said it louder, so like they got the laughs that you like you wrote the laughs, <laughs> but they got them because they said it louder.
3: Yeah that's how you seen that key and pill post i mean that key and pill skit when they did that shit yes i don't think so i am dude the dudes were in class he was like uh the teacher was talking about like hypotenuses and and the dude was like i wish i could get high on pot yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then the the dude behind him was like yeah i wish i could get high on pionus and then everybody just started dying and then like gabriel iglesias came in and was like or somebody i forgot which comedian but they were like and hey, it was dude, check really out, check, you're right. <laughs> yeah, there's like check out this dude's joke and like fucking it. <laughs> like it's like, hey, you want to come on tour with me? Like that shit was hilarious. Like, it's was just like the ultimate, like extreme version of what you just explained. <laughs> like, man. Shit. I need to start watching
0: more key and peel.
3: I'd be like biased with them because you know they stole a lot of Chappelle show shit too. So <laughs> every uh, time I watch yeah. this shit, I'm like, I'm like, oh, they're redoing like what we grew up on. man. <laughs> oh,
0: it's just one of those things that, like, I don't know. I don't really, ha- I don't spend time watching TV anymore because I bust my ass doing so much for this podcast and just work in general, having a kid. Yeah,
2: I don't even, like, watch TV anymore either. It's like, I'm not spending 300 fucking dollars on TV that I'm not even going to watch.
3: I was just going to say that. I don't even know many people who still got cable. <laughs> but, oh, fuck that.
2: Fuck no like uh, literally all me and my girl watch is either youtube or netflix or we got some fucking movies uh, that's all we fucking do
0: i paid for hulu uh a little for a little while just cuz i got tired of i have sprint so i get it for free anyway but like i got tired of the ads anytime i wanted to watch anything so i was like i'll pay for it for a little while and it just wasn't worth it i'll tell you right now it's not <laughs> worth it
1: yeah I don't, be like, I don't i don't i don't what
3: no, I was going to say just the anime on Hulu is what I watch on there. But. Same. <laughs> like, uh, me,
2: me and my girl have been watching uh, Happy. That, that one show Happy. It's like With, uh, from uh, CS, CSI or something like that. NCIS or something like that. And he's the main character and he's just a drug addict drunk and like he's trying to see this little girl that, uh, that has an imaginary friend that he can see and it's like a A unicorn that's blue with a goofy ass face and shit like that. It's just, it is fucking hilarious, bro.
3: (laughs) It's like a crazy like synopsis. (laughs) Like the unicorn, I was like, oh shit, that actually sounds like something. It's fucking. Should I peep out? (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'll watch anything once, but you, it's gonna have to be really captivating for me to stick around past the pilot episode.
3: I Hell don't yeah.
1: really watch any TV. I'm all about that one, one, two, three movies.
0: Hell one, yeah. <laughs> what's that? They
1: one, two, three everything. movies or solo movie. I'm not paying for no Netflix, no Disney Plus. None of that shit. Too cheap.
3: <laughs> you buy that and spend like 50 bucks and get a phone adapter to like plug your phone into your HDMI cable, but oh, yeah, I was doing that shit oh, for the yeah. longest.
1: I'm still on it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I still, that's want how it. you get on without without the Wi Fi. Like, they didn't even offer good Wi Fi where I was at in Riverside for a minute, and so yeah, that was what we were doing, fully. Like, and that one, two, three movies—that's the sight, nigga. I'm
0: writing just, it down. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> yeah.
3: I just, I just, I just watched
1: uh Milan and that the uh, Mandalorian. Oh. Um,
0: I still
2: gotta see the Mandalorian second. Mandalorian's fired.
0: Season I still gotta see yeah. the second season. Of that. I heard. Spoiler alert that they named the uh the child they gave him a, a name,
1: yeah, I can't remember the name Listen, you remember that shit
0: Kilo?
3: Hey, my bad, I took my headphone out once he said spoiler alert, I was like huh oh,
2: <laughs>
0: No, they named the child because for the longest time they've been calling him baby Yoda, so like obviously they had to name him, and it's post okay. it's post Yoda's death, so obviously he's not Yoda, but like. I don't know. I think his
2: I... name is like Groku okay, or something too, like that. Groku? What are we, Dragon Ball Z in this? I, I'm,
1: I don't, I don't can't remember the name. <laughs> I'll
0: find out right now. Right now. Google's a great resource.
3: Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I've been don't lagging on you. I was just finna start that shit. I mean, I was just finna start the second season, but um, like, my girl caught COVID, and so, and so she was like, well, I'm gonna be here chilling and shit. Like, I've never seen Star Wars. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, so I was like My explaining shit. T- either.
2: Yeah, That's
3: I was like, fun. that shit shocked me low-key. I thought everybody, you know what I mean? But Literally. But so I started like, I started skimming through like each episode, like from starting from one. And she was like, well, I'm gonna be here. So let's just watch them like fully throughout. So we started at episode one and like, dude, she fell in fucking love. And then like, she she fell in love with like all this shit. We were like taught to hate, though. Like she fucking loves Jar Jar Binks. Oh my she, god! <laughs> like it's crazy. Like she's just like I was, it. Kind of like made me relook at shit. Though I'm like, damn. Like we're kind of like we're kind of like programmed to hate that fool. But like
2: he's not a I bad mean, guy. I mean, we really are. We really are.
0: <laughs> Do you guys follow the theory on him? The popular fan theory on on Jar Jar Binks? No, I, I wow, he was heard of. the the Detail. popular is uh the theory on on Jar Jar Banks is that he was because in all of the uh like behind the scenes skits from like episode one and two was that he was supposed to be the main Sith Lord at the end of the uh series and like because the way that they explain like how he's able to do certain things why he's so scared uh like why he is such like a menace in his like hometown mm. in Naboo like it's just it's crazy that's like, pretty fucking interesting cool that like he could have been the main villain of this whole thing, and how much different the storyline would have been if they didn't haphazardly put in Count Dooku and fucking who's the robot dude with the four lightsabers? Grievous. Oh, Grievous. Uh, yeah, Grievous. They wrote that shit in so quick, and like I don't know. Personally, I buy the the theory that that's who it really is. You
2: know that I, that, I, that I reminded me. That. that reminded me of scary movie, the first one where Doofy was the actual main villain of the whole thing. Mm. That's exactly bad. <laughs> that. That's <laughs> literally that, that. shit right there. <laughs> Yo, I saw that shit. I saw all three, me and my girl he came watching back that. That's all badass. Yeah. yeah, he came back. He was like walking like this, and all of a sudden he started walking, and then he just started smoking cigarettes and shit. And I didn't realize because I haven't seen that movie in a hot minute until last night. The fucking um, uh, the newscaster that was trying to get all the stories and shit that was sleeping. Yeah. She was in on it too, and I didn't even realize it at the way end.
3: They point that out too. I didn't even
2: realize that. Yeah, because she's the one that picks Doofy up at the end, Mm. and I'm like, oh, okay, shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) Okay, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. She's in Yeah,
2: there's so many like little things that are in those movies. And I was like, damn, how come they didn't uh, make more of these movies? And then I saw, like, some, and then I heard some of the jokes. I'm like, all right, never mind. I
3: see you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, right. They would have got, got canceled. They would have got canceled. Oh, my one. God.
2: There is so many pedophilia jokes for priests and stuff in that movie. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize how much it is. It's
0: kind <laughs> of amazing that Infinite Annihilator hasn't gotten canceled yet. Right?
3: For real. <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like the, like, Okay, I'll speak from my own position. When I was listening to them, and like I was like just absorbing the music, I was like, "Dude, this shit is fucking amazing." But I didn't really put the name of the band together, and then I started reading the lyrics, and I was like, yeah. "I don't know if I should be listening to this." <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, but I tried to convince myself that like they're making a play on it in a sense, like they're kind of like, yeah, I don't know, just I am just I don't know. I tried to convince myself that it was like a more but
2: like. Uh, Making I a mean, joke the, on it in a sense, like I, I mean, the like, first album is basically fucking with Roman Catholics. I mean, basically, that's what it was. The, the first album, and that, yeah, that's it, it that makes more sense, thing. like you know what
3: I'm saying, to talk about that type of thing to expose yeah. it more. So, I
0: mean, look, first of all, Dan Watson, if you're listening, first of all, we made it. Second of all, um, come on the show, I'd love to hear the actual perspective on it um and then obviously we got to hear sir Dickel explain his whole yes please. you know the the 2.0 edition of uh infinite annihilator no disrespect i mean obviously mm-hmm. dan watson killed it on that for he set the he set the tone he set the bar and, you know yeah. that came after yeah. but still man i'd love to hear what the writing process was really about
2: the band is like one of my all-time favorites like they have become my all-time favorites like
1: yeah. I've actually never really listened to Infinite Now Later. It's, um... I I mean, I, I know that Aaron Ketcher did, like, a drum cover of, like, Dear Diary and Sidewalks, but I've never actually listened to the band.
2: Honestly, if you want to listen to, like, their old shit, Cunt Crusher is probably the best one. Great dude. place to start. Great, Great place, place to, start. to start. Cunt Crusher? That's, yeah. That a, that's an interesting name.
1: All of their shit. Mean, was, all their shit. I was
3: introduced to them from uh from their i guess you could say the 2.0 version with Nikki yeah. like that was like my first like peeping I found them when back. they
2: uh I found them when they did uh decapitation fornication when they were fucking each other in the woods that's how <laughs> I was <laughs> oh like when that
0: video got sent to me for the first time like i i questioned all of my friendships at that point when that started getting like circulated a lot in like the deathcore uh facebook groups and stuff like that i started like seriously questioning what was going on in the scene and then i started like actually like getting into it i was like okay never mind i get it this is all like this is self-deprecating humor to like another level that like we haven't quite seen in the scene and that's why it was so well received in my opinion But it also looks like, you know, I heard this explained by, like, uh, a teenage girl who was doing a reaction video to it. It looks like that teenage boy doing, like, uh, a teenage kid uh, video project in high school.
2: (laughs) It looks like some
0: shit that, like, you would see in school that, like, they should have never let that kid hold a camera. Like, I I sent
2: him, I, I had an old boss at KFC that, like, was really into metal and shit like that. So I sent him. Pick a video of infinite annihilator when they crack eggs over their face and shit like that and all that other shit i can't remember what the fuck that that video was called or that You song. got
0: me on that one.
2: I know, but um i sent it to him and i think at the way end of the video he was jacking off to it i guess something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was fucking it was funny as fuck. And then i sent it to him and he's and he immediately sent me a message back all capital letters no not again fuck you. <laughs> Like, I fucking love Infinite Annihilator They've become one of my favorites. What um, did
0: you guys take on BroJob? I love that, love that band. Bro job. <laughs> we shout them out, like we name drop them pretty regularly I love
2: stupid shit like that. Like like I love stupid shit like that, but I have to be like caught off guard for that shit. Like that, that's the main thing.
0: Yo, if like in it, I mm, they they covered E Girls are ruining my life, and I want that to be our show's new like intro song. <laughs> I mean, you better get some permission for that. Cause, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want to. First of all, I I want them on the show. That's that's been like like a, a goal as it is. But you know, maybe one day, maybe one day when you know people get tired of listening to my shitty intros for the so- for the show, uh, we'll we'll get around <laughs> to it get some actual like production value on this shit but i'm curious so so what exactly is the future of we are the end because as far as i've been able to tell you guys have kind of have gone through a lot of lineup changes a lot of different um stylistic choices so what exactly is uh is kind of like the future for we are the end which is kind of a ironic way of putting that but yeah
1: um i guess to explain like uh, the lineup changes um a lot of the lineup changes has been because me and the vocalist we have a history and i suppose our relationship um kind of turns a lot of people off and um i guess like a lot of my choices have been people that i've grown up with opposed to me actually like finding um strangers to play with so it's like there's a lot of a lot of the stuff is like personal it's not even like band related you know um so that that kind of affected you know uh you know the lineup a lot and then one person leaves they'll come back one person leaves they'll come back and it's just kind of like you know we're friends we're not friends we're friends we're not friends and it's kind of like you know what people have seen so
0: the the revolving door of lineup changes in a band can be so hit or miss with some some bands because uh sometimes you guys get along really well and it just doesn't fit and then other times it's like actual beef but you know it's tough making a band work
1: it's also um another thing too is i'm a very blunt person so sometimes um people I, I know where of, this
2: is going. I know exactly kind of, where this is going. People
1: kind of take what I, like, instead of me, instead of them, like, actually, like, taking, you know, the harsh criticism of, like, redo mm-hmm. that vocal take or, you know, they, I'm like, that kind of sucked, you know what I mean? And that's just because yeah. we're home, we're we're homies, you know what I mean? But, you know, people will get, like, you know, fucking offended easy and kind of take it to heart and then they'll be like, oh, I'm a dick or I'm an asshole. where I'm just like, no, nah, I'm just we're homies. I've known you for like 10 years and I would never expect for you know, you to get pissed off from me right. saying, you know, you should retake that, you know, vocal take or, you know, that guitar lick sucks or something like that. You know what I mean? And, you know, so yeah. I just it, don't
2: know how to take criticism in general, but uh, that, that is the main thing. Like even, like even if you're like straight up blunt, I mean, sometimes you got to be blunt. I mean, just, I mean
1: I I from 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 my experience if you're not blunt then people don't exactly understand you know like what you're trying to say so you kind of just got to be like that fucking sucks otherwise they'll keep doing the same shit over and over and over again and think that it's okay yeah. you
3: know so a lot of time get wasted being nice and shit <laughs> like
1: yeah so you know um yeah I've I mean it's even like you know I, I, I teach somebody a song and then, you know, it takes them like, you know, four months to, you know, learn that song because they've been dicking off and I haven't really said anything. You know, I've been kind of just letting it slide, you know what I mean? And then, you know, I just got to be honest, like, yeah, man, you've been fucking procrastinating, get this shit done. And then all musicians, of a sudden I'm an asshole.
0: Musicians <laughs> procrastinate. I've never heard of this. Never. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I mean, that's basically, you know, what
0: it is. But as far as the
1: future of the band, um, you know, um, I've definitely expanded, you know, um, my influences and uh, direction. I feel like the scene right now is kind of dull and stale. So um, me and Kila, we've been trying to, I guess, uh, bring something new. And I, I mean, I don't think we're trying to. We we definitely have, you know, created something new, something revolutionary. And I think that... uh it's going to be the next thing that uh people start wanting
0: to sound like Well, how would you describe that sound is there um i mean i still
1: have um you know a lot of the influences from the old sound but uh if i had to if i had to kind of like give it a name it'd be
0: symphonic trap black and deathcore <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so so can i ask you a question have you heard the new drown and sulfur no because in a lot of ways that's what they sound like that's interesting because what's weird about that band is that obviously the drummer took over the socials and kicked everybody out that's a that's a weird situation um and then that's
1: been happening quite often it's it's weird because it's for some reason there's always like right now it seems like it's like trendy one member <laughs> kicks everybody out and, you know, fucking takes over all the social medias. I think I've seen that with like Your Maker, fucking
0: it happened with Emirror. Uh, it ha- it happened with, it's happened with some even so this, like uh so this really is suffering. Bands.
1: Like yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty pretty interesting.
0: I don't know. I don't know what I make of that situation because I've never personally been in that specific situation. I, the last band I was in had the exact opposite. Everybody left and the only person that still cared about the band was like the one founding member. And I don't know. It's just weird how like shit like that happens. People drop like flies when you think that they're your best friend. And it really shows you what loyalty can look like and what it uh, you know, makes you question who your real friends are sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah, I think uh you know being a musician or just being an entertainer, I think it brings out you know everybody's true colors, you know the people who support you, the people who don't, you know what I mean, like, and you'd be surprised a lot of those people are like your best friends and or the people you think are your best friends and family <laughs> 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 those, are, those are the biggest deceivers,
0: yeah, oh uh, yeah,'
3: <laughs> because I, that I, easiest I, I, for, to be deceived by. <laughs>
1: For for me, I've been learning, you know, um, you know, a lot of a lot of my a lot of the people who I thought were fans, uh, man, it's, it's weird. Like it being, you know, a, a deathcore musician because, you know, um, I'd be keeping it real. And, I, you know, a lot of the fans are, you know, they'd be hating like hard.
0: <laughs> well, just because they listen to your music doesn't mean that, like, they won't talk shit about you on. social. yes, yeah. that's, oh, that's another thing.
1: Definitely, definitely. I, I mean, I think uh, with that Lucas Man situation, you know, I don't really want to go into detail too much, but uh, I think that situation kind of showed a lot of people's colors. It's, it's. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I love it. I kind of love, you know, the hate and pe- pissing people off, and you know what I mean. That stuff actually kind of like makes that's me just, happy.
2: That's just controversy in general. Like you'll, you'll yeah. see somebody's true colors no matter what. Like the shroud of malice, shit. The
1: fucking oh C- man that, that's trying to Malish shit is, that shit is wild like the <laughs> CJ shit
2: the fucking
0: that's crazy too it's been a tough <laughs> year for for deathcore fans
2: uh, tough definitely for everybody in the metal scene well, yeah, Matt. I mean,
0: that, that goes even further. I mean, you got, like, uh, the issues situation, like, it's not Which I'm exclusive. still pissed about. You got the issue with um the band Dealer, so there's Hardcore Beef, oh, yeah. you know. Obviously, it's not being talked about much, but uh, Franz from Attila, like, it, it's everywhere, really, especially because, like, we're all stuck at home, so, like, people are looking for shit to, like... You know, to call out and to shit on because they want to make themselves feel better by exposing other people's uh, flaws and shit like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just try to report it as, as honestly as I can. And I try to be as unbiased as I can. But it, I got to be honest about what I'm thinking in the situation.
3: So... Yeah, what you guys just yeah. every band you guys just named i'm like what the fuck i didn't even know these bands had issues i'd be in like my own little world and shit so like, like
0: Damn, you're better bro, off not
2: what? knowing if yeah I'm being yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. i mean i was when i heard when pat told me about issues uh like i said
3: brought a tear to his
2: eye i was fucking so sad what it happened
3: is. with what happened with issues not to like try to like divert or anything but what
2: it was no you're fine this is the podcast we divert all the time yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> You're good. I guess uh Tyler, the lead vocalist, is uh something about grooming and taking so he was kind
0: of misusing his power, yeah. like his whole like power dynamic within the band and he was yeah. a really like like a, a popular example has been the dude from Misfortune because he was uh secretly DMing him and texting him all kinds of like lewd shit like trying to get him like to go and be with him for a night and then like oh can i just go suck your dick behind this dumpster or like come on i just want to do stuff like and obviously the guy from misfortune is straight and so like he's just he's just trying to work with his idol
1: honestly i i actually had a situation with the with the dude from misfortune that guy's a
0: piece of shit Oh. Right, so <laughs> this isn't the first time I've heard yeah, that. Fuck, so fuck when that, I dude. when I heard that, well, I was awful, like, is, take it with a grain of salt because we yeah, don't the, really know.
2: The thing is, when he said in his statement, he said uh, at the wait end, he was like, "Yeah, um, we hung out, blah blah blah." The whole band hung out. We slept in each other's bed, and we were drinking. Yeah, so, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't
1: believe anything that that dude says. Like he tried to make up some shit about me. And I'm just like, honestly, like I'm not even really about like, you know, fucking well, talking the thing shit. Is- I'm just like, kind of let's let's just run that fade and
2: yeah, no, you know you're, what you're mean? good. Put it's it, like it. it's like if he's like freaking out because oh he groomed me or he did this, bro. It was consensual. If it happened, it happened. You consented to it. It wasn't- the way
0: he ex- like, we read this article on an episode of the podcast. I couldn't tell you which one off the top of my head, but oh, Jesus. Um, no, I can't when you get to the way end of the story and they talk, he talks about the night in the hotel with him. He explains yeah. it in a way that sounds consensual, and I'm sorry, but you can't change your mind after the fact no. when you were consensual in the moment. Like I'm all about supporting victims, but I'm about supporting yeah. real victims, not victims yeah. that want to play the victim. You know what I mean? So Is, you can this take guy's your
2: an victim- adult. Oh
3: yeah. Man, how do you groom an adult? Uh, that's it, not how it he, works. Back he, in he, the day, closet,
2: they were man. like, "Yeah, at at the back in the day when this happened, he was like 18, 17, 18 years old." Mm. But it was like, you still the way that he said it, like Pat said, it was it sounds consensual the way that he said it,
3: but he said we got drunk and slept in each other's bed, like what
2: basically <laughs> that's what he said, but but they did. They did things, no matter what they did. But it was just mm. the thing that he was saying, it was like, bro, this sounds consensual. Like, Do why people
0: are- like look back on their, like, my college try, and then go, no, no. I
2: was raped. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, I uh, was
3: not.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, people, believe it or not, people will be doing that shit. It's like, it it's is, like the yeah.
2: American Pie. This one day at band camp, but I did <laughs> it right after. Fuck that. It didn't happen.
0: I did not fuck that clarinet. She came on to me. I
1: mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird to me. Like, um, a lot of a lot of people in like the deathcore, um, just like the 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 scene, you know what I mean, the emo scene or whatever. Um, there are a lot of people are gay. You know, like closet homosexuals. Which is or, not a problem, but yeah, or go both yeah. ways. It's like yeah, no man. Like, I I don't I don't know I don't know what it is like about like people like being scared to just like be themselves, but exactly. I, th- I feel like that dude is kind of one of those people. <laughs> you know, He's, yeah, yeah.
0: I think. It's okay. Look, look. A lot of people, especially in the LGBTQ community, they have this idea that like you can't be bisexual, that like you can't want to be in a relationship with someone of equal of of both genders. Like that's a weird concept for a lot of people, and I don't know why this is. Of all the things to have like this this confusion about why is it bisexuality and not polygamy? What this whole uh, non-binary situation? No, dude. If that's what you are. That's what you are. Like, why do we have to sugarcoat shit? I'm just sick of people being full of shit about what's, what they really
3: feel. I'm yeah, It's 2022. It's like this. It's like the safest time to be whatever the fuck you're trying to be right now. Like Thank you didn't even got to go outside and deal with exactly. nobody. Like, Thank It's you. like, aside from how much all scenes are welcoming that shit right now, like, dude, you could literally not even fucking mingle with nobody and be whatever. You could be a fucking reptile. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you could be a, <laughs> I identify Respect. as a toaster. Right? <laughs> oh, fuck oh God! Like, up. you could do that. You could do that, and nobody would be able to tell you shit. Like, <laughs>
2: then I fucking identify as every beer that I drink.
3: I'm so proud of you for being yourself. <laughs> you're, you're living <laughs> your truth.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've I've gotten uh, slammed by the LGBTQ because I had said, uh, um, I'm not even gonna say it on the podcast because I don't want to be slammed for it. You know, but i said uh I, I said i i said my opinion, and um yeah, I guess it just kind of went viral on on Facebook. people like kind of ganged up on me and uh Look, Brandon, a lot of it, a lot
0: of people take a harsh stance on things that you say on Facebook, and
1: it's just anything it is insane, it is insane i, I mean that i can, i can say the sky is you. blue i can say the sky is blue and then people will fucking attack me and be like No, know it's fucking red it's insane it's it was insane red not including red
3: skies you didn't think about purple skies when you posted that
0: <laughs> purple skies matter oh wait i can't say. i, just, I can't no say <laughs> no you can't
2: the, see the best part is like th- there was somebody that uh i was talking to i'm not gonna say the name and i'm not gonna say like where I was and shit like that but he was like oh blue lives matter blah 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 and I was like yeah blue lives matter you say that till you get pulled over and then you get a ticket and you call the guy a fucking retard and you don't know what he's <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like no, no. definitely <laughs> like yeah your blue lives matter until that motherfucker pulls you over <laughs> <laughs> right Like, whatever like it's, it's the same thing with black lives matter I I love it I personally love it I've been in protests and shit like that so like it's it's a weird time in 2020 it's 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 a great it's a lot of
3: corruption it's corruption on both yeah. uh on pretty much every any ground you try to stand on you're gonna have somebody standing next to you completely bullshitting so it's like oh, really? even with like blue lives matter like a lot of people were using that as a way to say like some other shit you know what i mean like oh, yeah. they put that they put the flag on their car to put things on yeah. just to let it be known that they represent some other shit you know what i mean and the same thing with the black lives matter movement like there's so much corruption and so much bullshit that is like I guess, kind of, I don't know if it's, like, been like that from the jump or whatever, but it seems like a lot of the corrupt politicians and Democrats and, like, just a lot of people that we know are clear of bullshit have their hand deep inside of fucking yeah. Black Lives Matter puppetry or so. And then, like, all the money that I've seen donated to that shit over the past 12 months, and, like, I haven't seen it put towards any bailout funds. I haven't seen it put towards any community uh, outreach programs, any actual grassroots effects from this shit so and it shouldn't be that hard to do with how i think it's been like over a billion dollars like yeah. uh, donated to them like but then you go to their website and you see where their funding where their funding goes and shit yeah. it's all towards like hillary clinton campaign bernie sanders campaign uh joe biden like and it's it kind of like weird and shit and then like how they're used at, as like and i'm going on a big ass spiel about this shit but like as a no, black no. man and shit i think it'd be it'd be obviously assumed that like hey, we just all rally together and shit. You guys tell us what to wear as a black man and I'm going to put it on. And Black Lives Matter has been one of those things. Like, hey, if you don't support Black Lives Matter, then you ain't black. You don't vote for Joe Biden, then you ain't black. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Mean, like
2: that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I understand that part. of Like, especially like the election shit like that. Like, election shit has been crazy. That's
3: where it exposes the most uh, manipulation in it, though. Like, they I'll be seeing Kanye West as the same tool. Like, they use certain tools and certain things that they know <laughs> we're going to like... Focus on and go up about, and then they like, go do their weird shit behind the scenes.
2: Like, I, I gotta definitely. say, man, whoever voted for Kanye, yes, you should get punched in the mouth. Like, what is wrong with you?
3: Like, I mean that that goes to tell you though. Like,
2: like, like even
3: if even if you didn't vote for him, the fact that like if he does something, we all tune in, we all press the article, we all like yeah. we're, we're gonna click on that link before we click on fucking pizza gate or some shit like that. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, they're putting a lot of like. Hey, distracts you by this, like yeah. it sucks. Cause Kanye West, I don't even be thinking he knows how much of a distraction he is. He just kind of like is going with the wave. You like how any of us know? Oh, no. I wouldn't I say he's. Done. Done. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's unaware. But I don't think he's like in control. Like, hey, I'm gonna be this distraction to everybody. He's just. Like, I think if any of us <laughs> were did. in the position, yeah. like nope. if we were, if any of us were in the position and, and our power worked like that in the community, and they were like boosting all of our tweets they were boosting every time we do anything they were putting putting it on the front lines we would just ride with it because our shit's getting promo like everybody's paying attention to
0: it that's why i think that somebody approached kanye and said hey look look we're trying to get trump out of office if you run for the election it's gonna take some heat off of trump's flame so just run for election run roll with it because i we know you could freestyle your way through this
2: yeah he did say at that one the that one music the music awards or whatever the fuck it is. He was like, in 2020, I'll run for president and everybody like flipped out. <laughs> See,
3: I think that, I think he did that off of normal Kanye shit and then yeah. somebody, somebody in the in the crowd was like, hey, do that. Like, they're going to pay attention if you do that. Like, they're not <laughs> pay Definitely attention do that. To this shit. <laughs> like, and, and, and it's kind of, I feel like it's been like that his whole career because like, I grew up on like the real version of Kanye and I, I guess the, the version of him that I hold to heart his character seems like it would go against the grain of like, hey, we're going to use you to do this. We're going to use you as a puppet to do this. We're going to like, I feel like they kind of had to do it like more like chess. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, look, you're being so successful from it. Like, do that's, that. just,
2: like that's just like producers in general. Like, like that, that, You also got to think that, too. Like, if this is making you clout, keep doing that shit. Right.
3: Like, but, but Kanye has always been put forth as like, not that. That's true.
2: I mean, I, I I'm can't. A, I'm going to do whatever I, I
3: want. I'm gonna yeah, run up on Taylor Swift him. uh getting the rewards. I'm gonna say George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's he's edgy, so he's not like a puppetized type dude. But that's like yeah. that could easily have changed in the past ten years. You know what I mean? Like who who really knows?
0: <laughs> so uh I voted for Kanye. Just
2: just put that out there. And hey, um, I'm a, <laughs> hey, I swear to God. next time I see you, I'm punch you in the dick. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, I'm hard on I, 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 I would vote I would vote for myself before I voted for Kanye. Like we just put the names in there. <laughs> like, see, see the thing. I mean, is, I'm, like,
1: I'm not gonna lie, like I'm guilty. I, I was I was kind of feeling I, I listened to uh, his interview on the Joe Rogan show and I was kind of feeling some of what his views
0: were, but I didn't vote for him. So. it
2: was see the thing is he's batshit crazy. Like
0: <laughs> he's an artist. Artists yeah. are batshit crazy. It's true. Like any Facts. any artist, any like actual genius, and I truly believe that Kanye is a, is an actual genius in his own right. But I think that to assume that he is mentally well is kind of like <laughs> I think that's doing him an injustice.
3: Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think any of his mental issues. I don't think he was playing <laughs> like with that. I think he's like, a
0: functioning, like mentally unstable person, if that makes sense. So, like, you look at fucking all of your greatest uh, geniuses, uh, masters of of philosophy or anything, they were all psychotic, in some Dude, way, Elon shape, Musk, yeah. That nigga Elon Musk is. Thank you. Great point.
1: Yeah, he's on. He's on one for sure. But uh, I, I just feel like. I don't feel like he's like uh, mentally unstable. I feel like that uh, he's just he
0: just he's just up there.
1: He's Uh, mentally
2: unstable, but he's stable. (laughs) I think ADHD
0: is a good
3: way to describe Kanye because that might work. That could like when people are bipolar like that, and you're like not wanting to take your meds because, of course, like ninety eight percent of the medication that's for that shit is going to take away your. I guess, your personality and how you feel I've, about yourself. Um, yeah. I, 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 your I used to
2: be on bipolar medicine, so, and I don't take it anymore. Like, that, that right.
3: shit, so it's like, that it shit works goes. for some people, but my brother, I have a brother who's on the, in the same realm, like, he didn't want to take his shit, but then when people self-medicate with other things, that could change the game, you know what I mean? If, even smoking bud, when you're not, you know what I mean? Like, but not mm. taking medication, it'll make you feel cool for those short temporary births and shit, but eventually shit's gonna come to a peak for most people, you know what I mean? And Kanye West, he's in a whole different accessibility than any of us and shit, so it's like, think about how, what ways he could have decided to self-medicate, you know what I mean? Like, it could could go in a lot of different ways when it comes to those type of mental things, especially when you know the person's not trying to take their medication, like. (laughs) Yeah. He was definitely acting like somebody who was not trying to do that shit. (laughs)
1: No, definitely. I think that uh, his relationship with Jay Z kind of explains it all.
3: <laughs> yeah, Jay Z. Jay Z makes. Jay Z wasn't clear. having it. Yeah, he was just
1: kind of <laughs> like, uh, "Peace out." <laughs> yeah.
3: Jay Z bro, film, he like... comes from a whole. Di- he goes in a whole different realm. Like he came from, like Jay Z could have been a pretty fucked dude. Like he stabbed niggas and shit. Like he did some whole other shit. So the fact that he was able to slip through the cracks and get where he's at. He ain't fucking that shit up for, for a nigga like Kanye. Like he ain't like. Well, that, we talking that's that?
2: also that's also the rap game in general too. Like 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 the high, low key, that's that's the rap game. Gotta,
3: in yeah, yeah. Because most people in this shit, when high positions are given those positions, so yeah. it's like I'm not gonna fuck up this crazy <laughs> opportunity I was you yeah. because I want to be I want to be edgy with you. Like you down to fuck up your shit, you're down to go bankrupt. And again, Kanye has a pretty special situation where like, dude, you kind of. Can do no wrong, I guess, like as much as everybody could claim to hate you or whatever, whatever, like you seem to be good like all throughout the whole time, so he doesn't he doesn't like I can, face normal I can, see, rap that. I can see
2: that especially with um like I said, like we were talking about the election, I mean, you got Trump and you got Biden <laughs> <laughs> I personally didn't vote for both of them. I voted for third party I voted for Joe Jordan so that's just who I voted for.
3: I wasn't planning on voting, but then I got cornered by my dad see, i went over like, there to go pick up some shit and he was like hey i got your ballots right here like you're gonna sit down and do what uh thousands of our ancestors died for like oh, you know. no. okay yeah all, right. all right i got nothing there right i'm like oh, where's Hold the on. pin? like
2: <laughs> that's Yo. a hell of
0: a way to bend somebody's arm Woo.
3: We're like, what am I going to say? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> man, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, them, fuck them dead ancestors. Like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> They're dead like, for a man. reason. <laughs> oh <my God.
2: sighs> like, like, Especially uh, with, when Trump and Hillary were were going at it. I didn't even vote that year. Because I didn't want any of them. I didn't want any of
0: them. You okay? I, how many people voted then? And how many people voted this year? Well, yo.
2: I- like
0: that's the numbers speak for themselves man
2: yeah
0: yeah. i
3: mean I honestly clear-cut I, hopelessness right now i feel like everybody i know and pretty much everybody on the social media that i'm seeing and shit is like it's the least trust and the least belief in this program and like in like the our votes counting and shit like i know a lot of people had information about the electoral college before the last election but bro i swear to god i never heard of this shit until yeah. donald trump's can- election so i was like <laughs> dude like They're going to come up with whatever fucking sidewinding fucking bullshit that they want to to make like whatever they need to happen happen. And it's a bigger game being like played than our hands can change, I guess, like clearly. Cause everybody, nobody expected Donald Donald Trump shit to go through. Like we all pretty much sat comfortably, like, there's no way this fool's going to get through. And then when it it happened, we kind of all like, well, shit, my vote don't count. (laughs) Like, it's not even that.
2: It's like when he, when he, like, Wanted to be elected. It was like, okay, it's a joke, whatever. Well, that joke took a little bit seriously. <laughs> like, I mean, thank <laughs> God, Kanye joke wasn't a Trump situation. Yo, that, that would be I, I insane. That would have been that, no, no. well like, I, I'd leave. I, I like that. That's legit dead ass. I would leave this country. Is it
0: but weird that? I, 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 Dwayne Johnson said that he was going to run for president. I was st- strongly like, okay, I'm going to support that.
2: Oh, Dwayne LeRog Johnson? <laughs> yeah. Fuck
0: yeah. yeah. Fucking let that man go. I-, I don't think that man can actually do anything wrong.
2: I mean, there is a wrestler, you know, Kane from WWE. Like yeah. The Big red monster. He's a mayor of Georgia or something like that. I God, the- <laughs> swear to God, swear to God, look that shit up. He is a mayor of a state. I can't remember what state. I believe it's Georgia, but I don't vote me.
0: That's a little sus.
3: (laughs) If I was in this state, though, I might vote for him. I fucking used to love Kane.
2: (laughs) I'm fucking Kane's the man. He would have had to wear the mask, though. Oh, Undertaker? (laughs)
3: See, that was me and my brother. That was me and my bro, like... (laughs) I was like, nah, this I nigga mean, got burnt up. Like, I fuck with, bro. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, I, I, mean, before my dad passed away, when we, we, uh, we, when I was a kid, me and him used to watch wrestling all the time. It, my, our two favorites were Ray Mysterio, or three favorites: Ray Mysterio, you got fucking Undertaker, and Batista. Like, those were the three that we wanted to see every Friday night, every Friday.
3: My, me and my brother, our main shit, like we used to go back and forth over we Kane and Undertaker, but our main shit was Degeneration X. Like running D- through the D- house to D- suck it. Like that was like, <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> I think we all Triple went to that. Yeah. I mean, Hell, all yeah. of us
2: went to that. Yeah. That's a little boy. I was thing. like,
3: I, I was romanticized <laughs> by the story <laughs> and everything, though. Like they used to have like little inner beefs and shit. Like when, yeah. sh- when Shawn Michaels and Triple H we go out there, I'm like, no, like you guys Literally. are
2: friends. Literally. <laughs>
0: Could you imagine Not if sure. the deathcore scene tried to like because you, you see a little bit of shit like that with like uh, Luke Griffin from Acrania and the guys from Ingested? You see a little bit of shit like that, but could you imagine if like the wrestling type of like drama shit happened in the metal scene? That'd be I dope.
2: Actually,
3: they be, they be, that would be, 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 <laughs> people be trying to make it be like that. <laughs> I, I know it's a lot of people who wish like the drama that they try to stir up ended up like some WWE shit. I
1: mean, honestly. Like,
3: that would probably
1: help out if uh between like like, crews and shit right between like crews and shit going to actual shows i think it's kind of like that especially like if you uh if you're like a dancer and you actually like are in the pit there's definitely like some beef i mean i've had like hella beef with people just because i was dancing and you know they wanted to be harder than me you know
0: Oh, I hate people like that. Yo, so let me ask you this. All right, where in California do you guys live?
3: Okay, like I, I mean, I'm like, okay. eat, but... even?
0: So is there like, okay, so in 518, so like Albany uh, area, we used to have this this group called a Wrecking Crew. They thought of themselves as the 518 because they were even more edgy, but they would go to every show together and they would take out anybody that got in their way. And it got really old really fucking quick it was like like imagine a gang of crowd killers
1: i mean that's to be
0: honest like
1: from i mean i've been going to shows since i was like maybe 14. um i think that's what kind of made the scene like from like la to you know the Inland the empire i think that's what made the, the scene thrive was mm-hmm. the beef it kind it was of was a bunch like of those. it was it was like, it was actually it was actually like attraction. Uh, that's kind of like how you know bands like Winds of Plague, Suicide Silence, uh, Impending Doom. Even though they're a Christian band, like Impending Doom used to, they actually had a crew called Heavy Hands that used to roll with them. And
3: Hell yeah, yeah. Man, I mean, I, dude, I, I, <laughs> it was a bunch of those little crews, bro. And so it's like I to, like, imagine if the like Five One Hate crew like had like six or seven other fools trying to like battle fucking pitbullying and shit you feel me like it's like that shit's like clear-cut like heavy hands is like one of the main ones over here where i'm at and shit like growing up in ie and shit like so many homies that just like ended up fucking repping that shit and then there were like murder death kill and like hoods and like those bands started like being down here more and shit you started getting like a different type of like pit control and then like i dub crew and shit another like christian crew of like fucking was doing a bunch of like crazy ass shit that you wouldn't expect to be happening in no church and shit like it's like it's like that kind of did help that made that made this shit fun low key it made it feel like
2: I mean yeah Andrew. but low and also high key people are wild <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> yeah yeah
2: you see like, some shit at every concert it don't matter like, it, you see some shit no matter what concert you're at you see some shit <laughs>
0: i swear man just to make shows happen again i'm gonna start i'm gonna purchase like uh an imposter suit like from among us i'm gonna start going to shows just dressed up like an astronaut just like different colored astronauts and we're gonna show up to shows and you're gonna have to guess which one of us is the imposter
2: (laughs) which one of us doesn't like metal (laughs) (laughs) that's what it's it's gonna take like that like
0: I mean, like, what is it gonna take to bring shows back? obviously, you know we're we're gonna need to see oh, that women, rapid testing. Obviously. I mean, honestly, for me, I feel like
1: I feel like shows need more bitches. I feel it it's, it ain't, women that's 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 what it's gonna take some pussy to come to to actually be at the fucking shows. So it be dick- it'd be a cock fest, man. That shit is ridiculous. Oh
0: yeah, and ever since fucking Mitch Lucker died, it's been that way. And that's the thing is, we need another. We need a fucking pretty boy. We need an Ollie Sykes in the scene.
1: I mean, we need something because, goddamn, because it, I mean niggas are so desperate they over here you know they want to prey on you know little little girls little kids oh, oh that's
0: that you know that's a really interesting way to put it that like they're that desperate that like that's all they have there i wouldn't quite think of it that way truthfully. i hope not <laughs> that's what it is that's what i see you know from my
1: observation i mean it's 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 ridiculous you know the women disappeared and now they want to go to the little girls and it's 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 like every band every band has like some type of weird ass story where you know
0: So if you've got a 14 year old daughter anybody at home listening don't let her go to like that deathcore show by herself don't just don't do that Oh no oh no she'll be the it'll be like 50 not, dudes
1: I- and 50 dudes and one girl
0: <laughs> So what you do is you say okay you know what Chelsea because obviously her name has to be like Chelsea or something you're gonna go to this show? Cool. Me and five of my homies are gonna come. Literally. Just to make sure. You Wild shit happens at these shows, man. Wild shit happens.
3: Hey, you gotta do taking advantage of like kids fantasizing. The- <laughs> like I mean really it's, crazy. it's
1: one of the weird things for me, like um I find it very odd when, you know, you're twenty eight years old and you wanna start a band like uh, fucking, like a like a emo band, and you want to still have the emo hair, the same I mean, hair, and and, and 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 you're 28 years old, but you're trying to look like 14. I mean, that's the that's the shit. Like, I, I mean, that's the shit that kind of weirds me out a little bit. When you know, it comes uh, because... to like
2: the hair, doesn't bother me. Like, if you're like if you got shirts and stuff like that, like wearing stuff like that, the hair doesn't bother me. But if it's like if you're trying the look, like, clothes-wise, okay, that's a little bit much. But it's, like, I wish I had my long hair, Fucking Let me put it this way, man. If you still old, got the like, hair, if you still yeah, got the facts. hair pushing 30,
0: go for it, man. I got nothing. I, I'm going to hate you from the back because Literally. mine is starting to go. But, like, you know.
2: <laughs> Bro, like, I guarantee you, if I shave this shit, my ass is going to be bald.
0: One hundred. <laughs> I'm this close. I'm this close, and I want to grow my hair out.
1: I mean, I, I'm I'm talking about I'm talking the whole package, man. I'm talking. Yeah, the I know whole, what you mean, though. The whole scene, you know, yeah. like MySpace scene, emo, you know, package. Yeah.
2: when you pushing
1: when you pushing thirty and you're trying to look like you know you're in middle school. <laughs>
3: You, your yeah, hair, you, so you, hair, got, you got to make up for your still doing my space poses and shit like you see that i see i come across ig pages like that all the time i'm like damn like you're still trying to like keep that flame alive bro and that shit is like that's the creepy shit that turns fools into pedophiles bro like you're not you're not moving on past the shit that you were thinking and doing when you were 15 16 17 so neither is your attraction and what the fuck you're you know what i mean like trying to aim at and the way you're talking to girls like Think about that on a big scale. You're trying to talk to a grown woman like you're a kid and they're not gonna fuck with you. You're gonna keep running into yeah. those brick walls, but you know you got this fan base of fucking kids who love that shit, and that's where you get these fools fucking abusing their power and just
0: oh, some weird, example. creepy just old. The classic example of that is Dobby fucking vanity. I mean he Oh from the Dance Floor. Yeah. yeah. He's He's
2: don, 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 yeah. Yep. And also um Austin Jones from that Vine YouTube thing that we went over, Pat. Like I Hot. It was a dumb minute.
0: long time ago.
2: It was a dumb long time ago, but yeah, he he did the same shit. It was like, uh, but he actually got caught. He's actually in jail still. No, I I'm had I, I had a I had a
1: roommate. Does. I had a roommate that was doing that shit, and uh, I actually called him out, and and all the little girls started messaging me. <laughs> he plays in some band I'm called. Sorry.
2: Like,
1: yeah, that shit I'm is sorry, weird. But if, weird. If
2: my homie ever did that, and I lived with him, he's getting bodied. No. <laughs> Matter what, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, I, I don't play that game. Mm-mm.
1: I gave that nigga the boot, put his shit literally outside the door. Like uh, that's, that's no If I was that just in my shit. house
3: thinking on some shit like that, bro, like I'm about to come in your room and lock the door, bro, and we're about to have a serious long conversation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna a, we're gonna have a conversation with mouth and fist, like and everything that I can throw at you.
3: Like I no no I don't. And you're getting packed out. You're getting packed out until you move. Like I'm not even gonna have to say <laughs> Like I'm about to pack you out every day, and then you're gonna get the memo. <laughs> like. Hmm. That's crazy.
0: But tell me a little bit more about this uh this roommate you had though. I'm I'm honestly curious. Um, th-
1: I mean this dude. He was he basically like hired me to write some songs for him, so I wrote you know I wrote I wrote some shit for him, and um basically it started off from like him like liking anime I guess like uh I, I don't know what the fuck the a, a Molly or a lolly or some shit like that I don't oh, know lolly I porn? like like the anime porn oh, and shit my God. so he was like he was like kind of like boasting about him you know fucking like watching anime porn and jacking off the anime oh like, hentai I th- I
2: th- hentai it's yeah. hentai but like the children porn is lolly porn
1: That's- yeah so
2: I, I i thought
1: that shit was kind of weird you know what i mean because i don't really i i don't fuck with that shit so i'm just kind of like what the fuck you know like uh what you know and then um these girls started like messaging like messaging him and they were just like you're a pedophile and kind of calling him out and the weird thing about it is this dude would like actually like screen, you know, everybody's screenshot and shit. So he would screenshot yeah. the, the, the fucking messages, post them on statuses. And then all these fucking like little girls, like 15 year old girls, 16 year old girls would like be defending this dude. Like she's a bitch, fuck her. And you know, I'm just like, I kind of didn't understand it. You know what I mean? So it finally got to the point where he kind of like admitted, you know, um, you know, to fucking fuck with these little girls and shit. And then uh, there was one time where, um, this uh, basically he lived with me. He wanted to bring a girl over. He's like, yeah, this. He was basically like telling me about the girl, whatever. And he was like, yeah, she just turned eighteen. And I'm like, so. And then I'm like, kind of scratching my head. So I'm like, so this whole time, like, you've been talking to this little girl before she was like legal, and now that she's like eighteen it's okay like it's okay you know what i mean like he was already talking
0: about grooming like that's that's grooming so so like he like he
1: was like telling me like basically like this all this like shit just like accumulated and i'm just like yo hey you gotta bounce bro like you gotta kick rocks you know but i had called him out on um on facebook and uh everybody started defending this guy they were like kind of, like they started like personally messaging me and shit like that like "fuck you and all this stuff and like, <laughs> and like motherfucker i live with the pedophile <laughs> like yeah yeah it was like and, and especially like i'm just like i mean okay you know i'm i guess like it's okay you know and and, and this and this, this girl her name is like uh something skies i forgot she's like a suicide girl whatever and she's sure. like the She's like the biggest <laughs> fucking supporter for this dude, and i'm like you I know you know you know what this how this guy is, you know because you know you you're you've you've been friends with him, and he's kind of an open book about this shit he's not yeah. really like he's not really hiding it he's just yeah, it's weird, I'm just like, okay, you know whatever, I let it like- go, and <laughs> People are still supporting this dude. So I'm just like, hey, whatever. I'm not going I mean,
2: people are still supporting Blood on the Dance Floor and David Vanity. So, I, I mean, I can't. <laughs> it's, you mean Jesus? Me, you oh, mean like, Jesus? Yeah. That's his fucking yeah. name, man. Yeah, Jesus or whatever the fuck his name is. Like, either way, bro. His name is Jesus?
0: <laughs> yeah. Jesus David what? Torres.
3: I know his parents are like, mijo, like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) The funniest part about that man in particular is that, like, he started his whole career off of being, like, this MySpace hairstylist, even though he wasn't actually a hairstylist, and he took pictures. He, like, he legitimately got to take pictures pretending to do hair and never actually, like, did anything with hair. Like, he was, it was all, like, fake it till you make it type shit. I mean fuck it dude. I mean the guy like listen to the early recordings of Davi Vanity and like you listen to him, the way he sings, like obviously the newer stuff sounded more like put well put together, but the old stuff, man, you could tell that man had no idea how to sing. None. He just wanted to be in the spotlight. He didn't care how.
1: I mean none of the bands none of none of the fucking artists on MySpace knew what the fuck they were doing. I mean, and that's I, basically I sound I, like I don't know. rappers
3: right now. So I got a weird Carolina era of
2: like people trying to read. Like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, bro. I'm going to call this fucking Facebook group out. The emo trap group. Yo, they're come out with some fucking material. Don't come out with (laughs) shit. That's like straight.
0: Thank you. Like
2: auto-tune bullshit. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, that's not emo rap. I'm sorry. Little Peep is not the greatest fucking rapper alive. I'm sorry. He's not.
0: He's not even a fucking rapper. Uh, Um,
2: Either way, he's a, like, uh, I don't understand. It's like, I'm going to do emo rap, but I'm not going to put any effort in it. And uh, maybe I have some musical talent, but I'm going to destroy it with fucking shitty ass auto-tune. That makes me just it. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Like, literally, like, come on, bro. Come up with some new fucking material. I'm in this group for a fucking reason. Like, don't come don't come at me with some fucking bullshit that shit auto-tune in terrible beats. Like, come on.
0: The one good artist on that changed his name and changed his whole sound completely and now doesn't sound anything like what he started off as. So it's like, fuck. The one person I was rooting for in this whole fucking thing, and like you 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 went and did me dirty like that.
2: But literally that Facebook group is like terrible. Like I, I don't toxic. know. I haven't left
0: it yet. I don't. I'm, gu- I'm guilty of being
1: a little Pete fan, man. So. Oh, I'm not saying I mean, not say wrong with him. No,
2: absolutely not. But, like, if. Like, I, he's not the greatest fucking person alive. I'm sorry. He's really not. I mean, there's. Kyle?
0: Numerous... The man's dead.
2: Obviously, he's dead. You, <laughs> but you can't not. say. <laughs> all right. All I'm going to say is there's way more better emo rap people. Like, emo rap rappers in the world trust me there's way better people
0: (sighs) so we are the end it's gonna have some emo rap in it is is that gonna happen
3: i wouldn't say emo
1: rap nah hell no you're not gonna start off with (laughs) we're definitely doing something that's uh i don't i don't think that it's been done so I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, or you know. But uh, yeah, man. Def, I mean, I've posted a couple little teasers or whatever, you know. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be different.
0: That's right. Go to the Brandon Love Facebook page for them teasers, boy. I t- I actually took them down, so.
1: Oh. So, yeah, it's like a like a day or two. You know what I mean. I was wondering why I didn't know what you were talking about.
2: Yeah,
0: if you if you if you know you know if you don't.
1: I mean, I is. get it.
2: I mean, I get it.
0: That's actually something that we talked about with uh, William. Control is that mystery mm-hmm. and like the whole mystique of a musician is completely lost on this generation because everybody has a Twitter, a Facebook, and Instagram and posts everything about their personal lives on it. Like that's the one thing that Corp's Husband has going for him is the whole mystery element about him
1: yeah
3: i don't play absent nowadays like you get a lot of people kind of programmed to be the opposite like i'm not posting enough on social media like i'm not giving enough of myself i'm not putting myself out there enough like am am i I I doing something wrong like
2: i feel that on like i I feel that on like a personal instagram account that's just me personally but
3: yeah like I don't know. I like. I like the mystery. I grew up in that same like era. Like you didn't see what the fuck Michael Jackson was doing all the time. Like so that's why when he steps <laughs> you out, don't want people, are, people are passing out. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> Just wait, am I
0: wrong? Am I wrong?
2: No, no, you're
0: not. No. Like,
3: <laughs> you don't want to. You get what I mean?
0: Uh. Yeah. yeah. A, a great example of that is uh, uh, Marilyn Manson. I mean, that motherfucker was always up to something. There were more rumors about him than facts. So, like, uh, yeah. a, a really interesting character to follow. Obviously, now, I mean, he's a fucking junkie, but there's nothing exciting going on with Manson now except for the whole... Um, uh, I don't even remember her name. Uh, that ex-girlfriend of his. But whatever. it's It's all... Bullshit. At this point, there's no mystery anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I don't even. I don't really even like being in the spotlight. I rarely post about my personal life. I'll post like I'll post things, but yeah, my personal life is like yeah, completely private.
2: Because
1: I think I think that you know, the more you post, the more that people start assuming that they know who the fuck you are, and they don't, you know. So. I kind of like to, yeah, keep to myself, especially like with all the attacks that I be getting. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. If I, if you're I post, to keep, them... the
3: shit, like, keep that shit like half and half. Like, cause people talk too much shit and get too much, like, like, like you said, it gives them leeway into thinking, like, oh, well, you're, you're posting your shit. So I get to have my opinion about it, like, at the same time. Like, I be trying to, like, go half and half. Like, I'll give a little bit of personal shit, but like, if i am i'm gonna do it in like a artistic way that doesn't make me feel fucking corny like i'm i'm not you're not going see me taking no selfies you ain't finna see me posting no fit checks and shit like and that shit honestly because i come from like both i be coming from both realms and shit so it's like in the in the rap world you're not doing this shit then like you ain't finna make it if you ain't doing that shit like and it's like
2: i don't know I don't, i'm
3: not really like buying that shit i feel like that's kind of like a like social media kind of like help read that into us as artists as well and shit like like nah you're fucking up but like i feel like you got it just has to be done like in a more like i guess artistic way or a way that just well for me personally that doesn't make me feel fucking corny because shit gets so corny so quick like it's crazy
0: i felt that like really when i was doing my goth phase because i felt like i had to kind of keep up with and and the thing is, is like the goth community is super vain so like as soon as i dropped the goth look i wasn't cool with them anymore And it was like oh wow turn on me that quick all right i see what's good um and it it would be the same way with the hip-hop community it would be the same way with any other community really you 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 drop the appearance and the aesthetic and then suddenly you lose everybody and then you find out who your real fans are and then you cater to them obviously that's important anyways you got to kind of pull from both sides um within reason but I'm definitely nobody to preach on that. Go listen to fucking Finn McKinty on Punk Rock NBA if you want real advice, real marketing advice.
1: Oh, that guy's that guy's interesting. Interesting's I a good word him. for for yeah, him. I fuck I, fu- I fuck with him. Yeah,
0: he's one he of actually, those
1: guys. He actually did a a video about the "Sing Chicks Get the Best Dome" shirt. <laughs> what? We had a, a, sh- a shirt that uh, said "Seeing chicks get the best dome," and um, he put it in like a little video, or whatever.
0: So, uh, right. can you still buy that shirt?
1: Not anymore. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and and the the thing about it was like people thought that I was talking about like actual like seeing chicks, like emo scene chicks. Yeah. But it was it was more like seeing chicks like in in like the porn scene or, like, the, you know, like, the yeah. porn industry. So, I actually, like, you know, I sold a lot of shirts because people thought that I was talking about,
0: uh, like, the scene chicks. The emo it needed scene. a I raw XD at the bottom. <laughs> it needs a raw XD at the bottom. Yo, shut I mean, the
2: I, fuck up. <laughs> 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 I posted some shit like that on my Instagram, like, fucking my hair all the way down this way and shit like that. And it was like, I showed you my RAR XD, please respond. What the fuck <laughs> is a RAR XD? <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm, I'm oh, a you don't speak people. dinosaur, bro? And no. Oh. Dinosaur?
2: <laughs> Yo, you just roared at my girl?
0: <laughs> Yo, tell me you guys have seen the meme where it's like, you RAR XD'd at my girl, let's square up.
2: Oh yeah, it's like, of <laughs> kids like this?
0: Yeah, and they're both skinny as shit. Yeah, (laughs) with
2: fucking Danny Wurstnop. I feel
0: so conflicted about that because I was that kid, but I also like shit on that kid. So like, I don't know. Like a lot of the humor you guys hear from me on here is really just me making fun of myself more than anything else.
2: I mean, I make dead dad jokes, so I can't really
0: say. Bro, bro. Let's hear one.
2: I just look at literally any. They just happen organically. Honestly. Yeah, I mean that's the thing passed... about that. Yeah, he passed away like four months ago, actually, probably yeah. months ago now. Sorry to that, man. man I'm I mean, air. I mean, the way that I can explain it is, I love the man. Don't get me wrong. He's had definitely his flaws, and the flaws. Or more you know what I mean so I can't really I mean I have family that watch this so I can't really like express that shit but um in my personal opinion but obviously on my mom's side people know and shit like that but it's like uh, I mean I if I'd have to explain when I heard the noise that he passed away I just didn't know how to feel basically as that's
1: that's kind of what happened with my mom like my mom was uh, my mom was murdered. So I definitely didn't know how to, how to feel about it. You know, part of me hated my mom, but uh, yeah. At the same time, I did respect, you know, the things that she's done for me because I never had a fucking dad. So I don't even know what the fuck that's like. You know, so
2: I, I personally did whatever.
0: But um, <laughs> I like I said, like I, I, I can I feel so guilty laughing about that though.
2: I don't i, I, like, I it would really too. don't like, like, really really don't like it, it's i as much as i would love to just say the shit you know i i can't not not in this
0: not in this uh setting i understand no i mean so maybe
2: <laughs> maybe one day i don't know but like especially not now no i mean it's still there it's still you're like, still
0: getting over it, and that's the thing. Yeah, you know, that's some fresh Yeah, grief, It's not it even getting over. It. It's like
2: I still I still remember like some of the shit that like I dream about shit like that I don't remember that that's actually happened. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like for press memories that come back up for like years and years at a time, and it's like fuck, I don't remember that until now, and like the shit. You can feel the shit that's going on in the dream too. Like you can feel it like you're actually there and shit like that
1: because you got some lucid, some lucid dreams.
0: <sighs> that's a great song by Juice World. But I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I had to. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. That I mean, this hey, this shit is getting personal, 180, man. bro. <laughs>
0: That's the thing, that guys. We, you tune into the new music podcast. You don't know what you're going to get. You're going to get some really wild shit. We're going to go from laughing one minute. We're going to want to cry the next. We're,
2: we don't hey, know what we're to doing. Make,
1: hey, my nigga about to make me cry, man. For real.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, it's crazy. Like, like this shit is getting knows, touchy. Like, Pat knows I'm an open book. I'll fucking say anything. I don't give a shit. But, like, there's some things that I will not say on this podcast, no matter what. Like Pat mostly knows everything everything
0: (laughs) okay dude we've had some nights when we worked rgis man it's kind of okay to to put it this way most musicians can kind of relate to this when you're on tour and you're on the road and you're spending a night with your homie you guys kind of like do these one-on-one conversations sometimes that like it's super real super deep sometimes and that's yeah that's some shit that like cannot leave that room because it takes away from the power and the impact of that moment in a sense. And
2: like, I will admit, I will admit, and I, if he's listening, I, I fucked up that rule and I feel so bad. And it's like, if he's listening, I I don't think he listens, but if he does, like, I, I, I don't know how to say how many times I'm sorry. And I feel like an asshole doing it, but I did. And I fucked up so bad. It's like, I shouldn't have said anything, but you know, i can't do anything about it now but either way it's like yeah if you have that conversation with that person on one-on-one conversation keep that with you don't be like me and say something like an idiot and then ever ruin that fucking shit so i still regret it to this day and it's been like a year or two now <laughs> so
1: hey so this shit got real personal and and and, and, and emotional Welcome to man. the new
2: music podcast.
0: i'm trying to i'm trying to get off this subject low key guys do you do you want to hear something that brings us all the way back to the beginning of this podcast i still have the uh, the name of the child pulled up on google
2: i (laughs) I forgot we even
0: looked it up bro it's fucking grogu spoiler alert Uh, i I, I, think I said something close to that, right? You did.
2: Yeah, you, you said did, some bro. Dragon
1: Ball Z shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Gro, Grogu. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have said it correct. Yeah.
0: Bruh, bruh. Fucking, look. The, the article is like, look at all of these things we thought of as soon as we heard the name. Goku, Gogurt, Guru, Goop,
2: Walter Gogan, <laughs> Googie,
3: Grody. What the fuck is this?
2: My man's a yogurt. <laughs>
3: Bro, Nazi-aligned Trumpist Sebastian (laughs) Gorfa. Like, what the fuck was that?
0: (laughs) Yo, fuck. I didn't even see that the first time. Holy shit. But, yeah, so uh, bringing things onto a much different note. um, Kyle's had a moment a couple times where he's on this. But, hey, shit happens, man. Shit, sometimes, you know, you have those moments. It gets super personal. And, uh, yeah, but (laughs) that's the name of the child, in case you were wondering. Grogu i still don't know how to feel about that but it's still better than baby yoda
3: i remember hearing that in the first season like dude that's not even yoda like the time don't even add up what the fuck
2: (laughs) (laughs) the elitist of
3: wars (laughs) (laughs) that's just crazy That's, that's that's actually a real thing i was watching like videos of uh george lucas like showing all his like close acquaintances episode one for the first time Mm -hmm. i felt bad for the guy like they gave him so much shit like he seemed so like uncomfortable about it like just so questionable like i kind of might have went too far in a couple of places but it's too too late now and then they were like literally we don't see the point of jar jar they instantly started hating on jar jar being like in the room and shit (laughs) like
0: but he's the key to all of this like that's what he said his exact words were he's the key to all of this
3: I wish I could have seen that alternate reality, bro, because, like, we all kind of get, like, get enamored with the, which, with watching Anakin decline into the dark world. So, like, imagine watching Jar Jar Binks decline into the yeah. system. Like, what the <laughs> fuck?
0: But it's more like it you find out in, like, this one scene, he kind of reveals himself in a, in a way. Because he kind of became almost like this political figure out of nowhere yeah, in the like show. Yeah, they like, a hero and shit. And you never question it because it just becomes part of the show or part of the movie. It's just one of them things, man. It's just one of them and things. He kind of
3: stops doing dumb shit, huh? Yeah. Like, he completely stops doing, you don't ever see him trip over shit again? Like, he's like a noble figure. Like, he got into the position he wanted to be in, now he's doing his real plan. He
0: switches up so much in the in the first movie where one moment he's super serious, almost like bipolar in a sense. Where And then he goes back to playing dumb. <laughs> So is that the kind I of remember, like,
3: like that's like some, it, I can't stop thinking of Doofy now, bro. Like that's just <laughs> like the perfect like side by side.
0: It's a good side by side, man. Is that is that what we have to expect from future music? Some some shit that's like it makes it look super innocent to in the beginning, almost like K-pop, and then it just goes straight death <laughs> deathcore.
1: Nah, honestly, I mean <laughs> like
2: it's not for, a bad um, idea.
1: <laughs> I mean it. it We've done it already, shit. What, K-pop?
0: Nah, like the, uh, just like... I would, shit, K, what the fuck is K-pop, to be honest? What, it's Korean it? pop music. It's Okay, so the best way to explain K-pop to somebody that's never heard K-pop is go listen to Baby Shark. What the fuck? <laughs> Baby Shark is by Pinkfong, which is a Korean company. It's like this Korean kids content uh, company. I fucking, that Baby Shark shit. That shit gets under my skin.
1: I'm
3: not gonna lie.
0: Wait. I wait, have a kid wait. and I'm telling you, I fucking I'm tired of it.
3: Dude, so wait. It was it was designed to be that way?
0: No, it was just like everything Pink Fong makes is K pop, like Korean electronic music oriented because they're a Korean company. So when you watch the original video, those are little Korean
2: kids.
3: Whoa. Yeah. Damn. And that then shit you, is like way wave right now is for kids like i have nieces and nephews and shit like that's yeah. just it's like a, it's scary how zombified that shit makes them
0: now if only like, we could do that with deathcore
3: man <laughs> Get try, like, try it though try it like i feel like kids have like an addiction to youtube right now in general and like that's what they're being given is like baby shark and gummy bear so it's like
0: it's <laughs> gummy like bears
1: maybe
3: if we did give them like a, a like a kid a kid a kid's digestive will break down so you know one I mean?
0: day there will be a youtube channel out there called kids core and it'll be all kids songs but made Whoa. deathcore. can you fucking imagine that
2: it'll be lit. yeah that'd be i actually shit.
0: if they did the frozen song that would be lit i mean betraying the martyrs already did that so oh um, shit <laughs> betraying <laughs> yeah, the martyrs no. did it in such a way that like until the chorus came around i didn't realize that's what song it was
1: I gotta I gotta go check that out.
0: They're <laughs> a good band. I gotta I gotta give it to the Australians, man. Aussies make the best metal. I don't know why. They just do.
1: <laughs> no, I agree. I agree one hundred.
3: Yeah, they make some heat. <laughs> oh
1: man. I fuck man with I'm the... kinda like blowing
3: my mind right now. I'm like thinking about it. since so to, to know that baby shark was like design on a korean like pop, on a k-pop level it totally makes sense like why it worked the way it did and shit so like imagine if like a deathcore like band was approaching music with that same like marketable or like digestible out like because like they, I'm, the first time i seen that type of shit was with that pineapple pin video and i'm like what the fuck like it's just like super simplistic and then baby shark now that you explained that it was like made by that same korean uh music group or whatever like that makes perfect sense because it's like there's like even american like musicians who would say the biggest hits are made with like very minimal words you know what i mean i think they said like 50 words or less or some shit like that so it's like
0: minimalism is something that all musicians struggle with because we just want to add layers to things and make it sound more unique we can't like sometimes art I the one thing that i've uh, noticed with songwriters in particular is that they sit there on an idea and they will Work on it for months to hammer it out, but then you got guys like Bill Murray who could write a song a day. I got mad respect for guys like that. I don't know how they do it. They can just write it. that song and then walk away on to the next uh, one. Because
3: he, he probably just had confidence in the product like that. Like he wasn't trying to mold it to be like anything. He wasn't trying to like even fit his own modes Clearly, like I think he just like you got to just be freestyling and just shitting out your shit and trusting that your shit is going to be. The guy makes and, two
0: or three <laughs> albums a year. Yeah. yeah that's nuts that's a beast shit man
1: man this nigga kilo we've been sitting on some heat for a cool minute
3: for real man <laughs> I, it's too fire like i'm like i would be like bro let's just drop this shit right now i wish we could drop this shit <laughs> like today like but the, that then like the you said us as artists and shit like we'd be like trying to perfect shit we'd be trying to like make shit like next level and like not redo things that'd be my issue with like with rapping sometimes and shit like I don't like saying anything I've said before and let alone anything another artist has said before, but like, it's fucking 2020. This shit has been existing like for like, maybe like almost 40 years now or some shit like that. So it's like, bro, there's going to be like 80, like I, 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 there's been times where I write bars and I'm like, that's some fire. And then I'm like, I'll hear it in a Drake song or I'll hear it in some shit like that. And like, it's happened so often. I'll low key when I come up with a fire ass bar, I'm a. I Google that shit first just to make yep. sure nobody like has, has said that shit already. Like,
0: the funny thing fucking, is, like, now, by googling it, you're kind of putting it in the universe.
3: Uh, you're real, adding oh God, to
0: the search like, engine. Think about that. For real? Oh, conspiracy again. We're back to the conspiracy shit.
3: <laughs> See now, <laughs> now the now another rapper down the street is gonna get fed that little that little that little bar that uh-huh. I already put into the fucking literally algorithm. <laughs>
0: When yeah, I worked at Starbucks, it that was my joke that like I'll have I'll come up with this like super unique recipe for a latte and I'll say it loud enough so that the machines at Starbucks could hear it. And then next month, it'll be like the new drink.
2: Bro, I'm <laughs> telling you, KFC stole my fucking mash ball. <laughs> i <I'm laughs> telling you, I'm fucking telling you. Bro, like nobody added mac and cheese to the mash bowl. Fuck you, KFC. I need my money. <laughs> Where are my money at? Money. Fuck out of here. I did that like seven years ago now. Fuck out of here.
0: So that's crazy. I want to touch on a couple of things that Brandon and I have talked about in our in DMs that would uh, come up in this interview. And uh, cause they just haven't come up yet. And, and uh, I'm honestly like extremely curious about it. So there have, obviously we touched a little bit on um, some of the lineup changes, but one of the ones that sticks out to me in particular is uh, Ricky Hoover from suffocation. What you mean from suffocate or suffocate? I'm sorry. I fuck those two guys up all the time. What about him? So, exactly how did that come to be and what was the uh circumstances that led up to that because obviously i mean he left suffocate and then i don't i don't know exactly what was going on behind the scenes with that
3: um
0: i met ricky through
1: um one of my old guitarists who actually was kind of in a sense kind of my mentor um it was way before suffocate uh ricky was like kind of Oh yeah, he in the he was like kind of like in the beginning of like when We Are the End kind of like first started, and um yeah I guess like the band was kind of just like up and down, and uh, he was just kind of like one like he was going through like a breakup. up. it's just like when Ricky was like kind of like emo. He he was going through like a scene phase. He did yeah, and uh yeah, he was going through a breakup, and uh, I guess one day he was just kind of like I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce I'm gonna get the fuck out of Dodge and go sing for suffocate. He's going to move to Oakland and sing for suffocate. And I didn't actually believe him. And, uh, he actually did it. And then I was kind of like, I I was like, kind of like having PE with, uh, Spencer. And Spencer was kind of like a fan and he kind of like begged me. It, it was kind of ironic because I like beat up Spencer and took his money and shit. And then we ended up getting like partnered up in, in PE. And, uh, and 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 I, I fucking hated it,
0: but like. So uh, what the fuck happened there?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what.
3: Thank you. A Please explain
1: like, I, that. Like, I like, I used to kind of like be like, I used to get bullied in in like elementary school, okay. and um, I ended up becoming the bully, and Spencer was one of the Whoa. people that I, like bullied, and you know that lasted until like middle school. Well, like, it, like. Like middle school, not like eighth grade, and um ironically uh we had we ended up getting you know stuck with each other during p e and uh you know we we were using the buddy system, so um, yeah, Spencer was like in love with the band, and Ricky had just left, and Spencer kind of like in a sense paid his way, you know, basically, he bought his way into the band, and um, uh, I just ended up mentoring him to kind of be a vocalist which is kind of weird because yeah, that kind of that me bullying Spencer kind of is the reason why we've beefed, you know, all the way until adults. He never let that shit go.
0: I mean, can, can anybody who's been bullied ever really say that they let that shit go? I mean, I think that I've,
1: I think that I gave Spencer something that, you know, um, was priceless. I think that it was, it, you know, he should have let the shit go. You know what I mean? I gave him a position, you know, um, you know, I, I taught him something that, you know, he's, he's still using to this day. I made him a musician. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I took time out of, out of my day, you know what I mean? For, you know, years to, you know, give him something that he's never had, you know what I mean? Help him find something in himself that he didn't even know he had, you know? So, You know, yeah, I'm like, yeah, man, I paid, I paid you back, let the shit go. But, you know, yeah, he never let the shit go. And that's the reason why, you know, we're not even, we're not working together.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, obviously, you know, there's, there's a lot to that. And I'm sure that there's more details that are, you know, going on behind closed doors and shit like that. But Oh, definitely, um, definitely. any any kind of a situation like that there's there's a lot more going on that's beneath the surface and so i get that to a certain degree um and now i know you said that you can't talk too much on what's going on with uh with rings of saturn but what what exactly can you tell us about what is uh the current situation and how things are going with uh the case because for anybody listening who isn't completely familiar um there you can go to YouTube and I will put the link in the description to watch the metal uh the video on Black Metal's channel talking about how the husk was a song that you and um you and him were working on in the past so is that exactly what the case is about I guess is my first question yeah i mean basically um lucas
1: was actually a fan he was a huge fan of the band he auditioned when we got signed to metal blade and that's kind of how i met lucas i met lucas through an audition you know um he didn't make the cut you know um because there were just certain things about his playing that i wasn't fond about and um ironically um you know some of some of the songs from the audition, you know, that I ha- that I had taught them, you know, somewhat became a part of, you know, Ring of Saturn. I let it go. I didn't really, I really didn't care, you know? Um, and then, you know, uh, I just heard, you know, uh, Lucas kind of went about his business, what, 2013, um, you know, I just started hearing about this band called Ring of Saturn. They were on like Summer Slaughter or whatever. You know, I looked into him, found Lucas, was like, hey, what's up? You know, I had stopped doing music, so I wasn't really doing anything. Um, We started talking, chopping it up or whatever. And um, basically, you know, we were talking about like collabing. I was kind of sketched out about it, you know. Um, And then, you know, basically I decided, you know, fuck it. I'm not doing anything. You know, uh, Lucas kind of got some clout, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll let the shit slide, you know. Um, And I tried, you know, collabing with him. Um, There was, like, some clashing, you know, during, you know, the collaboration, you know, because Lucas, you know, he kind of has, you know, an ego. And, um, you know, I'm just, I was kind of letting it go. But I guess he kind of wanted to turn the band, like, we are the end into, like, Ring the Saturn. so... That was kind of why, the, you know, things didn't work out with us. And um yeah, man, the, you know, the, the songs that I wrote, you know, I gave him tabs to it and he just, you know, he took that with him and, you know, I guess maybe brainwashed himself into thinking that he wrote it. I don't know. I have no idea. And
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> So what exactly, uh, the current stance like on the, on the case, are you guys still like, you know, fighting? Yeah, I mean,
1: every, we're, we're still, we're still going through, we're still going through it, man. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about the case right. or whatever, but, um, yeah, man. Uh, you know, yeah, we're still, we're still, we're still going through it, man. And,
2: um, oh, how, how long has this been going on? I'm sorry. How long this has this
0: been? This is, I mean, like it's been going on for a while, uh, like a year you know oh, wow.
2: okay yeah because i yeah.
0: um, pretty sure and i can pull this up really quick but that video uh by the channel like i said black metal Alex. Uh, that was that was a while ago
1: yeah that that was like uh basically like a year ago
0: because i remember talking about it on the podcast i showed it to both you and matt and we had talked about. oh
2: shit that was that long ago oh yeah that was that long
0: ago i showed it to you guys and we we came to our conclusions obviously that is so old that our production on this podcast was even worse than what it is now so (laughs) to give you an idea you know um, i mean
2: that was back when i didn't have a laptop we were going off my iphone with shitty fucking headphones like, no, I mean no, no. one
1: one one of the things about like the situation, like one something that I've you know since I was like a kid, you know um you know since I started playing guitar, one of the things that I've you know kind of like been having to just like swallow was I don't get credit for what I've done musically. I don't get enough credit for what I've you know the bands that I've inspired. You know um you know and 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 it's and it's like weird. I'm like, dude, you were like in the front row. And then when you do an interview, you know, and someone asks you, so, what are some of your inspiration? It, I it don't ever, it's never like Brandon Love or anything like that. It, but I'm like, bro, like you literally were in the front row at every single show. You know what I mean? You told me, you know, in the DMs, like, yeah, we at the end changed my life or whatever. I'm just like, it's it's it, it's mind blowing. You know what I mean? I'm like. I've been doing this shit for, like, what, 16, 17 years, where at the end has been a band. So I'm like, I know for sure, you know what I mean, that I've made an impact, you know, with a lot of these bands, but never credited for anything that I've done. I mean, I've I've written albums for bands, you know what I mean? Like, it's an... And I, I, it's, I've kind of let it go, you know what I mean? But it's just, like, at the same time, I'm kind of, like, hey. a... <laughs> This shit is weird <laughs> shit is kind of no. funny you know
0: i honestly i can't even in any way shape or form relate to that type of uh yeah. situation and it, and it's hard to think that anybody else could truly relate to something like that because when you're creating art the idea that somebody else takes that art for granted is something that like not very many people can understand
1: i mean i the think the, the thing about it is like i grew up on bands like suicide silence winds of plague you know um We kind of came up at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, the way that the, the industry has changed, I'm like, I hear a lot of the elements that I brought into the into the industry versus Suicide Silence or Winds of Plague or whatever. You know what I mean? Like those bands definitely had their own identity, but I'm like, I've always had my own identity, you know, musically and my identity has become a carbon copy. You know what I mean within the scene, but none of those bands, you know, will ever be like, yeah, i was influenced by We Are the End. It's kind, of, it's fucking nuts. It's insane. It, it, that's that's the reason why I don't make guitar videos. I don't post. I I rarely post music. I rarely release anything because niggas stay dick riding my shit, and they don't they don't <laughs> give me credit for it. And that's why I'm like, what what what? When we drop the shit. Nobody's doing anything like it, and I guarantee you, uh, after we drop it, it's it's going to become like the thing that everybody wants to do. You're gonna have start. You, you're gonna.
0: Have you considered putting like a strong marketing team behind you to really put it out there?
1: I mean, yeah, and and no, you know what I mean. Like right now, like I'll I'll be honest. Like, yeah, like I'm kind of like as far as like the marketing and stuff like that yeah i'm not i'm i'm in a fucking i'm in the depths with that shit mm-hmm. i haven't i haven't really considered like how i want to drop it or anything like that it's i just i've just been working on it and kind of trying to put this sound together that you know no one else is kind of doing it's it's kind of like you know just like i'm taking what's you know what's what's in and then you know just you know obviously my old sound and kind of just like putting them together so I feel yeah that. man yeah man It's it's been it's been a it's been a weird ride man just kind of like you know being me and i'm just like I, I i obviously don't really do interviews and none of that shit i just i'm kind of like in my own world i'm That's why i thought know, it was I'm, interesting
0: I, that you wanted to do this i was i was really like taken back i was like okay we're gonna do this let's do this yeah i'm 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 i'm, I'm like an elon musk to kanye it's low key
2: so like <laughs> You're like the Frankie
1: Palomiere right now. Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I guess you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't really like fucking with people because I've, I've seen, you know, how fake people are with saying. I mean, it's, it's actually like driven me like to the point where I, I actually had quit guitar for a little bit. You know, I stopped playing guitar for a couple of years. You know, because I was just kind of like, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to deal with, you know, people in the scene. And especially like, you know, being on Metal Blade, I'm just like, that was like, that was heartbreaking. You know what I mean? I worked my ass off. Metal Blade was like, you know, the dream label, Mm -hmm. you know, that I, you know, fucking, that was the label that I wanted to, you know, be on. And I finally got there and it was fucking disappointing,
0: you know? So what exactly happened with Metal Blade? If I, for, honestly, I have Uh, no idea.
1: With Metal Blade, basically, that scene, Chicks Get the Best Dome shirt. Um, mm-hmm. that made thousands like that was like, you know, we were like a viral band. Like I dropped, we dropped dear that, well, we dropped skies and that kind of like, I don't know, it just like exploded. I thought the song sucked, you know, but for people, you know, skies was like the shit. And then we, we dropped, you know, deer, uh, a uh, thousand bodies. And that was, I thought that shit sucked too, but people loved it. It was like insane. Like it was just like the numbers were just going up. And this production was obviously shitty you can you know tell but um brooke from impending doom kind of had put me on to a producer that had did his album which was mm-hmm. no day risen and um basically um i went to that dude and we you know i had wrote some i had wrote like uh dear diary and and uh when children become sidewalks and uh, i was just looking for somebody to kind of just like enhance the. Th- Sound. you know dude kind of has the sound we dropped those songs uh which i just we didn't even really promote it we just dropped them and uh that shit just went viral it was like millions millions of hits on both the songs and uh victory records hit us up first you know then like a bunch of other uh labels we ended up picking metal blade and
0: um i don't know victory probably i mean that was you. like
1: I mean, th- I mean, Victory offers like eighty-eight, like uh, eighty-five thousand dollars. So, <laughs> stupidly uh, we hard to with, walk uh, away from that.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. You Yo, know, look you at Kilo's like, eyes when you but, said that, though. You know, we... <laughs> 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 he was like, "Yeah, I walked away from it, man. I walked away for that eighty-five thousand because I I wanted to go with my dream label because of mm-hmm. like Azalee dying and." you know like Whitechapel was on that label and that was like you know one of my biggest inspirations Whitechapel chapel and black deli murder so i went with that label um and that was a fucking it was just disappointing man you know um we got like a management and you know that scene chicks of the best dome shirt like i said it made, made thousands of dollars uh and then we had another shirt that was like spitters or quitters thousands of dollars that thousands of dollars turn into you
2: fucking nothing that shirt, by the way? you
0: know what i mean <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like uh the
1: fact I, is I, I, is I like
2: mean, you I've, say I've this a
0: lot of request. you say this but like <sighs> you say this to us and we like obviously we near like we had no idea about it we would have bought those shirts up
2: 100 especially spinners or quitters fuck I mean, out of here <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. I mean, that's, you know, that was, that was the thing back then, man. But like I said, like, um, my heart was broken because, you know, um, I worked so hard as a kid, you know, like I grew up on, you know, these bands and, you know, uh, you know, this, this vision, like I had this like vision of like, you know, being signed was like, you know, the shit, you know, that was like what every band wanted to do What you know, like, and I finally got there, you know, worked hard, I worked my ass off. You know, I had the sleepless nights, you know what I mean, fucking staying up on my friends' computers and I never had a cell phone at the time, so I didn't have a cell phone or a computer. I had to fucking go to like PC cafes. The band was basically built, you know, fucking in other people's houses. But um yeah, man, the money disappeared, you know, and I'm just kinda like I'm working I'm working my ass off for nothing. You know what I mean? And I'm like you know where's the money at, you know? Where, you know. So, yeah, man, um I ended up basically quitting music and uh yeah, that's kind of like the Metal Blade story. Once I quit and everything kind of fell apart, Spencer ended up quitting the band and, you know, fucking they tried to continue the band and it fell apart, and I basically like years later after the band fell apart and Metal Blade dropped the band, I kind of put it back together and Here we are. Long story short.
0: (laughs) Man, what a journey.
1: Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare, actually. I mean, imagine fucking making thousands of dollars, you know, thinking that's going to be your career. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, your career turns into fucking nothing. You know, it's a, a fucking nightmare. And I think that, you know, the industry has fooled a lot of bands because a lot of times... You know there'll be musicians that'll be like, "It's not about the money, it's about you know the music, and I'm just like, "You're a fucking idiot, you know like when i someone had told me that you know what I mean, and I'm not going to say any names, but like you know someone had told me, that and I was kind of like, What's the fuck like if you don't have money, then you can't do this you know? Record it's about labels the fucking money
0: all about the money
1: Oh yeah, definitely,
0: mm-hmm. definitely,
1: and I had to learn I had to learn the hard way, you know what I mean, but nowadays I don't really. I don't really care about, you know, um, getting signed to a label or anything like that. That's why I kind of say, like, you know, as far as marketing goes, like, I mean, I, I haven't I haven't really put, you know, as much thought into it as I should. But, you know, um, i just been focusing on the music.
0: The reason I ask you about marketing is because, like you said, with, with the amount of times where you have seen things kind of get kind of like taken out from under you, I would want if it were in my, if I were in that position, I know myself well enough to know that I would want the whole world to see how big my dick is, so that then I could say, "Yes, when you try to, you know, mirror your sound off of my dick size, I want you to know this is me. I'm the you. You got it from me. That's no, but, definitely.
3: I mean, but the only way. <laughs> that's that's
1: what why, that's why these days I have I have an entertainment lawyer, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that that kind of covers, you know, anything. And as, as far as like getting anything taken from under me or any, anything like that, like I have an entertainment lawyer. Now I've, now that like, I've, you know, been going through like this case, I've learned so much about the legal aspect of, you know, the industry and, you know, um, yeah, man. And and that it's, it's kind of helped a lot. So I'm
0: pretty safe, I would say. Nice. Honestly, I'm looking forward to seeing what you've got because the way you describe the sound sounds like something that I've kind of mirrored my own sound after. And obviously, after the podcast, we can I can show you some stuff and we can talk about that. But I'm I like what I hear so far. Oh, definitely, man. I think um, I think if you
1: listen to Kilo's solo stuff because he 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 and, and you know he has another band. I think if you listen to you know. Um, the solo stuff and his other band. Um it'll kind of give you like a you know a little tiny uh teaser of like you know what we're doing. It's definitely uh refreshing. It's not it's like I said, it's not what it's not what anybody's doing. Once we once red. once we drop it, I guarantee you people are gonna be dick
0: riding it. Well, I mean, and, and, Trap and, and Metal and has try, kind I'm of not, already gone that way.
1: Yeah, I'm not trying to... That's
0: I the, mean, it's... Go
3: ahead, Kilo. It's like a... It's going to be interesting to see the ways that it's, like, will be tried to be emulated and shit, because it will kind of give, I guess, a picture image of the key that, like, most, uh, I guess you could say, like, Trap Metal is missing. Because, like, on both... Like, when it comes to trying to, I guess, mix those two worlds it goes either one of two ways. Like either somebody from the metal community who's like a fan of hip hop is trying to like, you know, mix it into that style and shit. Cause of course, you know, like, that's the most popular genre on the planet right now. Like it's had its fluctuations, but right now it's clearly the thing to do, especially with the other ways that you've seen, it slightly, slightly mm-hmm. meshed together. So you get a, a band dude trying to be uh, trapped, trying to be rap, trying to emulate that shit. And then it comes off corny as fuck instantly. Like if you get a band, just, you know, okay, we'll throw some hip-hop and then, like, fucking let's have our vocalists dress different and, like, get more, I don't know, just, you've seen it be done. I'm not going to say no names, but we've all seen it happen. And so that, if that happens. And then in the rap community, um, whenever it goes for any reach towards, a, I guess, a metal sound or anything with the band, it typically goes for a punk sound or, uh, like, a, a, a new metal, not even a new metal, but just, like, a very surface-level metal music seems mm-hmm. to be influencing and it's i wouldn't even say in the sound it's just being the way people would maybe dress different like with on a vintage metal shirt and fucking dress like semi-goth and then call it punk and then like a lot of confusion and shit when it comes when it's trying to when it's trying to be done in the rap world as well so it's like on both on, in both communities it's been done wrong <laughs> pretty much because it's like too much trying too much attending too much uh funk faking. but i definitely think like if you listen to my music and you like kind of like once you hear this like new wave of weight music like it's kind of like a okay that's what the real version of that type of thing sounds like it's not nobody no. trying to be anything no one's attempting like it's, this is real life music real representation from somebody who's really grown up in both realms
0: so you're trying to marry the two and not actually lean we're not trying on one side. we're
3: not trying <laughs> no
0: it's,
1: we- it's, it's
3: it, that's that right there yeah it's definitely not a try it's like um Expressing the reality of that, like mm-hmm. life has forced that that combination on me. The way that I've been raised, and the way that the world around me has spun, yeah. this is the product. You know what I mean? And, and this product happens to be the product that everybody is trying to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that um, when the collaboration came about with me and Kilo, I've being that a lot of people have put me inside of like. This category, and it's like no I'm not trying to be racist or anything like that, but like of being white, like my opinions like the way that I am it's just because i'm you know I'm from south central you know, I grew up in south central i'm like it's not a it's not a place where a lot of white people are from, so at the end of the day, like the shit that I'm saying, like if I say you know something is gay, I'm just like it's not that I'm trying to offend anybody or anything like that, that's just the way that I was raised I come from you know a group of a family of black people not a family of white people so a lot of the times like it's the white people that are offended by the things that i say it's not you know a lot of the black people but um i wanted to add a black aspect you know to this the community i feel like there's not enough black people in this circle and being that rock and roll has you know came from you know black people i'm just like I think it's time for me to stop being a whitewashed black guy and kind of go back to my roots of you know, <laughs> hanging out, no, hang, exactly. being 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 with my own people because if, if the, the, these, these white people are attacking me and I'm just like I'm kind of I'm kind of singled out, you know what I mean? I'm outnumbered, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. I'm just like I need to I need to probably get a black vocalist, and I was kind of like I, you know, I found Kilo and. Helpful. You gonna You gonna. You, you gonna hear. You know what I mean.
0: You know uh, what I thought was funny was that I said that I said this once, um, in like a deathcore uh, group once that I thought that black dudes had had a better natural voice for deathcore vocals because a lot of black dudes have lower a uh, lower vocal register and that means really just means that you guys have a lot of baritone voices just in your regular speaking voices and i thought that that was a unique idea that like imagine if we had more black dudes in the in the metal vocal uh community doing this shit how much gnarlier it would sound especially like a really tall dude who's got like a huge chest cavity a huge larynx like Im- just imagine what that would do for deathcore as a whole and i kind of got I, attacked that- for it because they thought that i was saying that like naturally black dudes have like a like home field advantage for it and i was like that's not what i'm trying to say here
3: yeah, I, but I, it's like it, it could be it, it, I could easily see what you're what you're like the way that you're explaining it and shit like that and it kind of like it makes my curiosity go like damn because there, there are black vocalists but eight times out of ten you're probably like trying to emulate a sound that has already been created by a white vocalist mm-hmm. so it's like imagine if like more black vocalists went into this confidently just doing it how nature would be telling us to do it and shit like that's what I'm hoping the reaction towards this new wave of we are at the end will be, because it's like not like, it's not the typical what we get when we see black vocalists. Not to say like this is what anybody's trying to do, but when you're trying to be successful in something, like it's not bad or it's not foreign for you to like emulate what has already been successful, and in a genre that is already telling you that this isn't your people's stuff, this isn't what you guys create. like you know what i mean to the mode or fitting into the standard of what is like already been produced and shit and it's like when you say things like that kind of go to the basis of like how we're built or like just obvious characteristics that you think could boost a different sound like that's kind of like what we're what i'm what has been produced like with we are the end you know what i mean i
0: mean shit i want to see more middle eastern deathcore like i want to see it all
3: right because every 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 ethnicity not every ethnicity but every hair i guess like just every walk of life and shit from different mm-hmm. areas, like, music is different. Like, the way they go about music, the way they go about tones, the way they go about, especially when you say, like, Middle Eastern or, like, Indian music, like, their scales right. of music are, are even different. Like, I went to school with this dude, and he was older and shit, but when he broke down the way, like, um, their, like, scales are broken down, like, when they do, like, the... Uh, 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 like, those are actual notes and shit, like, in between. <laughs> so it's like, when yeah. you say that, I'm like, damn, that'll be kind of fire in the scene. Like, like if you you think about what... real roots
0: those like uh vocal uh, arpeggios are like it's like he's he's doing an arpeggio with his voice and can you imagine more vocalists doing shit like that that are in the metal scene like literally writing arpeggios with your voice but doing it in like a death metal growl or like a high scream or shit like that yeah. like like sweep picking but like sweep vocal vocals sc- you know I mean? ooh that you? sounds crazy
3: that sounds but crazy as I,
0: I love when when genres kind of like push the boundaries and all my favorite artists are like that. And I'm talking like experimental shit. Like that's why I was so excited about trap metal. So excited about emo hip hop, but it all kind of melded into the same instead of being experimental as, as I wanted it to be.
1: I think that definitely we're experimenting. that's why I said symphonic trap, black and deathcore. It sounds crazy. It sounds crazy as fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, when you hear it, you're gonna be like, "Damn, that makes makes sense."
0: I definitely can I see like, it because, like, symphonic trap already does some black metal stuff, and it so is. does some symphonic black metal. So anything definitely.
2: symphonic is <laughs> it ties with all genres basically in a way. It can but that I don't track... like the way
3: it sounds though. It sounds like its own thing, at least. You know, what I mean, because as new as the genre is, we kind of all have a mind yeah, with black yeah, yeah. metal like we know like there's like been a handful of examples and i would say like this doesn't fit that mold.
0: What i don't like about trap metal is there's a lot of confusion about what trap metal really is and because there's it's almost become like its own umbrella term kind of like how metalcore has kind of become like an umbrella term for all of mm-hmm. these things that have rap elements, trap elements and but also like deathcore or just metal in general. There are these are two huge genres as they are. So the idea of trap core just doesn't feel specific enough. You know what I mean? Nah. And that's, and I,
3: I, I get kind of biased with it too. Cause that, even the term trap, like in the rap community and shit, that shit fucks me up. Cause it's like most people, when they envision like trap music, it's more like high energy people dancing, like jumping around and shit, just more like intense, I guess rap, but trap music is, is trap music. Like who in the trap, you know, actually rapping about what's happening in the trap, in an ATL and shit and down South. And like,
1: mm-hmm. so there's
3: already those like, that doesn't even make sense when my mind hears it off top like trap metal it's like ain't nobody in the metal community trapping shit so what the fuck (laughs) what the fuck is going on but i mean you never know
2: though that's the thing you never know though that's the man no that's
3: that's true because i I will say that factually because uh i don't know if y'all keep up with like rotting out and shit like that like when their vocalist got caught up for this shit bro like i was like shocked because he's like straight edge and shit so it's like you know what i'm saying like I ain't going to, you're right, I don't know, I don't know what niggas is up to, you know what I'm i ain't
1: going to do the drugs, but I'm going to sell it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you feel me? Like, really? shit, like, I, you're right, oh I, my I, God. I completely recant that. It might be some niggas in the metal community trapping, I could be, I could be mistaken, but.
1: Nah, definitely, there's, there's, I think everybody's trapping right now. I think, <laughs> uh, I think yeah, time, like, did, huh? time, time, time is so fucking hard, like, yeah, everybody's trapping right now, low key. My my fucking Snapchat be fucking filled of people selling xannies and <laughs> niggas, <laughs> niggas niggas are definitely trapping for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah. I saw some shit this year I would have never I never even thought I was gonna have my hands on like the game is definitely in a different in a different sway right now because everybody in the, in like kind of like an unsure position about the next buck. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, my biggest, like, uh, advice for people who are just looking for a way to make some extra money is the Craigslist flip that I learned from Gary V, which is all you just do is you you take the free stuff off of Craigslist and then sell it on Facebook Marketplace because Facebook Marketplace has this perceived higher value. So you can polish uh, up any turd that you find on Craigslist free and then sell that off. So, you know, that's that became like a weird little side hustle for me. Obviously – you know everyone's going to kind of take that and go their own way with it uh, as they should every market's different and every hustle is going to be different um but you know you got to be careful what you're fucking selling man i'm definitely not for the selling like some of the hard shit like i'm i can't wait till everything's decriminalized anyway so
1: yeah i'm not i'm not even gonna get on get on the shit that i that i used to do but
0: you don't, yeah. have to.
2: you don't have to <laughs> all we can say is yeah i used to be cool <laughs>
1: uh, I, can, I, can, I can't fuck with none of that shit now like i'm just like nah
2: no no no
0: yeah oh man but we have taken so much of your time already and we've talked about so many different things in this little chat that like i'm i'm very comfortable with what we have here today is there anything that we haven't talked about that you guys want to kind of put out there no nah, no nah, really all right <laughs> no it's cool oh. i mean we talked about some shit today that i didn't think was even going to come up yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rich, so, i was not
3: expecting this combo no way <laughs>
0: no nah, dude and that's that's what you should expect from the new music podcast we kind of go all over the place so look you guys like know what it in our is
2: intro we're, we're too regular
0: <laughs> we talk okay. about regular shit I'm not going to talk about my kids the whole, the whole day, but I really could. I really could. Um, so, look, guys, you know what it is. You've made it this far. What do you owe us? Obviously, a like, a comment, a subscribe. Give us a fucking rating on Apple Podcasts or something. Five stars, hopefully. But if you don't like us, say something and we'll read it on the All podcast. Right. I don't give a fuck. Right? Um, and, Kyle, what do they do to the bell button?
2: You crowd kill the shit out of that fucking bell button.
0: Thank you thank you you don't want to miss a beat you don't want to you know miss out on some sort of huge guest that we are probably never going to get but you want to be notified when it does happen so
2: <laughs> also go to metalmerch.com and use yes metalmerchco new music new music podcast new music pod my bad. Use there's a cl-
0: link in the description percent. you can find it
2: 10% off
0: you want the drip you want the drip
2: it. come on you want this drip come on
0: no am i going to do it it. Is
2: hard.
0: no i'm not gonna do it i'm not doing that shit again
2: no don't do <laughs> it wasn't even a good joke oh <laughs> no, no.
0: look thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for uh showing up here for this little chat and uh what do we say at the end of this what bye bleh. i don't even know anymore
2: bleh. Bye. Bye. bless
0: you <laughs> you know what because you said bless you i'm ending this one off with a hail satan
1: <laughs> I, I fuck with that.
0: All right, fuck with it. guys, stop, stop listening. Salam Go alaikum, to the next podcast.
1: Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum.
0: <laughs> we'll start the next podcast I'm already. <laughs> I'm fucking done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done.